this weekend at Phoenix, we had a uh, unfortunate situation go down uh, for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing and the whole NASCAR community. As uh, Coy Gibbs, the father of Ty Gibbs, uh, passed away uh, early Sunday morning in his sleep. Um, I know we've, me and Riley have had strong opinions about Ty Gibbs this year, but uh, I can't imagine uh, what that family and what that uh, – team is uh, going through so uh, we'd just like to pass on our thoughts and prayers to uh, the whole joe gibbs um family and uh, team and the whole nascar community uh you got anything to say Riley? yeah for sure i, I definitely agree uh, with everything you've said there it's an unfortunate situation uh when you think about ty you know the best day of his life he just won the xfinity championship gets to celebrate with his family as you know, there's that picture of his mom and dad and he, and him standing on the front stretch with the trophy, and that's uh, probably the last memory he has of his dad. Um, I I understand what what the the feeling is. I lost my dad at a young age. Um, I was ten when my dad passed, so um, I I know how that goes. It's not easy. Um, it sucks uh, for Ty. Um, his life's going to be different every day um, from here on out. Uh, nothing will ever be the same for him, uh, and it's it's unfortunate that he's going to have to deal with that. And uh, the memory of him winning this championship is uh, going to be forever tainted um, because of what happened uh, just hours later. So, um, and then you think about Joe, who's already buried one of his sons, and now uh, the other one passes away unexpectedly. Same age. Uh, yeah, too. it's uh it's an unfortunate situation. Um, it's uh there, there's really nothing you can say or do. Uh, to uh, combat the situation or make anybody feel any better. Um, I know that uh, the Gibbs family is uh, deep in faith, uh, so that's really about the only thing that um, that they'll be able to, to look towards in this time. So I uh, just want to pass along our thoughts and prayers to the entire Gibbs family, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, and uh, the whole NASCAR community because apparently um, – Coy was uh, well, well liked and well well respected by pretty much the whole, um, the whole garage area, um, including you know, uh, the TV partners and and you know, uh, somebody with that importance to a race team, uh, their touch reaches uh, far wider than just the track. So, uh, a lot of people are probably hurting right now uh, because of this one. Yeah, uh, you said. Said pretty much said everything I needed to say, so uh just like to uh get that out of the way and just uh continue to uh keep uh, the Gibbs family in uh, your thoughts and prayers as we will as well. Nation, what's going on? Episode 41 of the Highline. Back at you again, Trent Davis and Raleigh Embry with you. We're going to talk about the Phoenix race review as Joe Legato wins his second championship. We'll review the race. We'll also review the Ross, Chastain, and Chase Elliott incident late, or kind of late in the race. Talk about whose fault that was or if it was just a racing incident. And uh, we're going to get into how good is Joe Logano with his second championship. It's the only him and Kyle Busch, only multi-champions active in the series 
and uh, we got some more stuff to talk about as well. We do. We are going to be talking about the Xfinity and the truck races, uh, talk about their championship as well. Uh, two good races on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on Phoenix as a whole, um, especially uh, talking about the, uh, the championship uh, weekend being there. Uh, we're going to be talking about our Attaboy segment and our You Can't Do That segment. Uh, unfortunately, this week we don't have any picks because not a race this weekend or for any other weekend until February. So, um, one of the last episodes of the year. So, let's get it. Let's go. This is the High Line. Are you looking for a NASCAR podcast that doesn't hold anything back, tells you how it is, like you want to hear it? Well, guess what? The High Line is the place for you. Two guys, two rednecks, two God-fearing, loving Americans talking about cars going in circles with no strings attached. Come on. At the beginning of the year, we gave our final four predictions. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, I picked one guy. One guy to <laughs> win this championship. Riley, who you got go? making it? Why do I always gotta go for? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a generous. Sure. I'm generous. I let trying ladies, to cheat off my notes. Ladies go. He's just trying to cheat off my notes. Yeah. Joey Logano. You got one in it. Joey Logano. What a season it has been for Joey Logano. The 32-year-old Joey Logano, he's already built a Hall of Fame career. Today he etches his name in stone as one of the few to capture multiple championships. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I could never get enough. And every time I pick NASCAR racing, I whoop Trent's ass. That's not how the lyrics go. And they stay there. <laughs> he did it all wrong. And they stay there. Up, down, up, down, up, down. All I do is win, win. Win. And if you go in and put your hands in the air, make them stay, stay there. there. Going to the steakhouse. <laughs> I don't know what the next lyrics are to even write. But, we are, but, yeah. uh, we but I did win, so big to. surprise there. I, you know, I've uh, I've learned sometimes. That, I, that I'm better than you? No, I've learned sometimes you watch sports. Sometimes sports watches you, and that's how this weekend went for me. Nothing went right. Absolutely nothing went right for well, me Well, here's weekend. the deal. All right, so. Absolutely nothing. I will start by saying this. I told you that Joey Logano was going to win the championship. I told you in February that Joey Logano was going to win this year's championship. I told you last week that Joey Logano was going to win this championship. I told you. Sunday, that Joey Logano was going to win the championship. I was right. 
I told you last week Notre Dame was going to beat Clemson. I told you Clemson was going to go in there and uh, shit the bed like they do when they go to South Bend. Um, just not just bend, not, not well. bend. Did I say bend? <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. Excuse me. Um, just uh, it's one of those deals that uh, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to these things, and uh, you should take notes when I speak because I'm teaching. So you're saying here. I should listen to you more? Yes. So when I'm drinking a lot. And then you tell, <laughs> and then you tell me, Trent, you need to slow down. Yes. You're going. Th- Listen, <laughs> I don't talk. You are unless the I know alpha. What I'm talking about. Are you the alpha and the omega? Is that what you the are? The beginning and end. You know all, all know all be all. Not all knowing, but if I talk it, I know it. I don't know about all that. A uh, a dead clock is right twice a day. Well, That's I was. How I kind of think. Well, about I you. was right. On sports twice in a weekend, at least. Yeah. Twice. That's it. Well. Right. No. No. Because I picked Georgia to beat Tennessee big, and they did. Yeah, I lost $10 out of that deal. Yeah. I uh, I also told Brooke yesterday, well, Sunday morning. Who? <laughs> my wife. Uh, we were listening to Sports Talk Radio, and... Uh, they were talking about that uh, Baltimore was only a point and a half favorite. Oh yeah, I knew they were going to over the Saints. Saints. And I told her, I said, Brooke, if sports gambling was legal here in the state of South Carolina, I would put the house up on the Baltimore. Uh, I about said the Baltimore Colts, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so, just look. I know football. I know NASCAR racing. I know hockey. I know underwater basketball. Even if I talk it, I know it. What's the first step in underhand basketball? Whatever the fuck underwater you just basket said. weaving. Yeah, uh, you got to get underwater, and then you basket weave. Yes. Okay. Well, simple enough. Anyway, this is episode forty-one of the Highline Trent Davis Kurt and Bush? Ambry. No. Cole Custer. Cole Furtick. Casey Mears. <laughs> <laughs> Reed Torson. Yep. Uh, forty-one. Wanted to say Juan Pablo, but no, no. Scott Pruitt. I don't S- think he ever raced. 41. Scott Riggs. No, that's ten. After the ten. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah. Anyways, mm. that's about all I got. Thanks for listening. No, it was a um, it was a <laughs> it was a bad weekend for me. One of the worst sports weekends I can ever remember. I uh, uh, I'm sure you did. Uh, I got my Truck Series champion wrong. I got my Xfinity champion wrong. I got my Cup Series champion wrong. Who did you my even pick? Cup, I don't forgot. My favorite Cup guy wrecked and was pretty much out of the race with 100 to go. Clemson got their ass handed to him by Notre Dame. Whooped. Uh, lost in fantasy. I didn't. Um, I won. I beat Baker. That's because you fucking had... Fucking Joe Mixon scoring 75 touchdowns. He should have been doing that all year. All they got to do is run the football. No, all they got to do is throw it to T. Higgins. Who? But uh, nothing went right. Uh, Panthers lost, got their ass beat by the Bengals. So it's just a bad weekend, man. That's hey, weekend I want to forget. Um, this weekend, I don't have to worry about NASCAR anymore. And But I got everything else pretty much still worry about. So we'll see if this weekend goes... Better than it did last weekend, but definitely it was a it was a rough weekend for me. 
it do be like that sometimes. I had one of those a couple weeks ago, so it is what it is. Um, who did you pick in the Cup Series? Championship? Mm. Ross. Mm. That's too bad. That's, mm. That's too bad. Two, two spots short. That's it. Oh. Wait, yeah, I guess. Brian Blaney didn't get talked off the hill. He who'd you the who'd race. you pick in a race to win uh, the race? Kyle Larson. Hmm. Three put spots short. Three spots. He finished fourth, didn't he? No, I thought he finished like eighth. I thought he was running fourth. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, he finished ninth. Ninth. Oh, I forgot Briscoe was up there. Yeah, it was a rough weekend for sure. I should have picked Blaney. Well, it was a rough weekend. It wouldn't have mattered, though. It was a rough weekend for Roush. They ran like shit all day. Um, And Brad caught on fire. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, Under caution, just riding around, catching on fire. Um, Had that weight too low again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's some bullshit. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I was right. Of course I was right. I can't remember a time where I was goddamn wrong, as Kyle once said. Uh, Who? The rapper Kyle. Never heard of him. Yes, you have. Kyle Bush? Kyle. His name is Kyle. He did the, um... Hey, Nate. How's life? No. I don't know. It's all right. What the fuck is that song <laughs> called? It's on the radio. It's very popular. I don't know. Let's get on with the podcast here. Yeah, you're probably right. This is How was your podcast. weekend? It's pretty good. Um, Clemson lost, so it's always a good weekend. Uh... Drank a lot of beer on Saturday. Watched a lot of football. That I was right on every game I watched. So, uh, did you go to uh, David's? I did. Watched Georgia beat the dog shit out of Tennessee. Uh, watched South Carolina. They beat the dog shit out of Vandy. They didn't. The score didn't reflect it because we played like shit in the fourth quarter. But we were up big. Then of course Clemson got that ass whooped too. Uh, so. I've I've said this before. There's nothing that makes me happier in life than watching Clemson lose football games. I mean it 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 puts a smile on my face like nothing else. It's uh and it's a lasting it's a lasting excitement. I was more excited that Clemson lost. That is not holiness to cheer was, for downfalls. It was I was more happy. excited that Clemson lost than when that Carolina won. I literally watched because the games were on at the same time. That's pettiness. I watched the Clemson game about 75% of the time. <laughs> it I wasn't was, much to watch. It wasn't much to watch. The, the, no, I bet you fucking loved it. The Carolina game was boring, too. Um, or not boring. The Clemson game wasn't boring. It just wasn't competitive. And the South Carolina game wasn't competitive either. But even, like, uh, the scoring plays were kind of boring. Um, so... Yeah, but it was a great weekend. I mean, just a phenomenal. Other than Saturday, um, but they're NASCAR racing on Saturday. Um, yeah. The uh, the truck race, I enjoyed the ending to that. And then, of course, Sunday, other than the Roush boys playing like shit. Playing. playing uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about the Broncos not playing, uh, but the Roush boys not showing up to the track and then Joey winning it. So it was an okay day, I guess. Now I, I'm owed Thanks a steak dinner. Yeah. Um what it, what what type of steak do you want again? New York strip, medium rare. Yeah. The only way to eat a steak? Medium. Uh, no. No. Medium's the best. 
You're not just wrong. You're dumb. Um, again, well done is the best one. Uh, <laughs> you get out of my house. <laughs> what if, what if somebody did that? Like if you're cooking steaks for, had people over and, uh, you asked how how they liked their steak and they said, "Well I done." Ask. Oh, that's right. You don't ask. People. I don't ask. I cook it the right way, and if you don't eat it, that's on you. That's right. You're a dictatorship when it comes to cooking steaks. If you don't like it, don't eat at my house. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't watch. <laughs> if you don't like that type of steak, don't even watch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't ask how you want your food cooked at my house because I'm cooking it, and if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. It's the way it is. I bought it. It's my food. It's my house. It's my rules. What if they bought it? Then they can cook it. Ah. But there's never a scenario where they buy it and you cook it? No. Mm. Not that I can think of. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think we agreed on what, Longhorn? It's fine with me. Okay. I'll get me a steak. Can I get a steak too? You know I lost? Shit, yeah. You, <laughs> as long as you buy it. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you get. You can get lobster tail. I don't give a damn. Get the you fillet, need to eat off the kitchen. I don't give a damn. I'll get the kids' meal chicken. That's probably what I would get if I was buying. <laughs> Save some money. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you won with Joey. Won the race and the championship, so you won by a point. But it wouldn't have mattered anyways if we tied because um, you'd have still won. Unless, yeah, you still would have won. So, uh, I was I had to have Kyle Larson win either the race or just finish ahead of Joey Logano, and he did not deliver for me. So, me and Kyle Larson got to talk to – have a talk to uh, – figure out why he disappointed me at phoenix he's but, overrated <laughs> yeah but um yeah we'll go ahead and uh oh yeah before we get into it the championship four we went about we went on and on about this last week who you picked at the beginning of the year was joey ryan blaney kyle larson and uh, and they, uh, uh hamlin yeah hamlin so you only had one right. It's a damn shame. But you got the one that mattered. And I had Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. <laughs> That's a bad one. Kyle Busch and um, Harvick. So you only had one. Yeah. And he finished fourth. Yeah. I did just, I did worse. Yeah. But, uh, so we're way off at the yeah, end of the year. Uh, I mean, it's difficult when, you know, one of the guys I picked probably should have been in, but... Oh, Denny. Yeah, kind of got fucked over. Do you think he runs like he did on Sunday if he was in? I don't think he does. He was a where non... Did he, where he did he run on Sunday? Like, fringe like, top ten. They never talked about anybody other than the four playoff guys, so I... Unless you were in a wreck. <laughs> yeah, so... And that's why... Number two reason why I hate the playoffs, but... um, Yeah, I... I maybe, I mean... It's difficult to say because Chase was like a sixth-place car all day. Um, he was getting th- His car was getting better, yeah, but he wasn't great. Um, Christopher Bell was a non-factor um, other than like a 30-lap run there in the middle of the race. Ross was never that fast. Um, came on at the end, but that's because you couldn't pass. Never in my mind did I think, after the Chase Elliott wreck, never did I think that Joey was not going to. Win the championship. When I saw that he qualified on the pole, I knew as long as he didn't wreck, it was over. First of all, you you can't pass him anyway. He's the he's the new Ryan Newman. You well, just, you can pass Ryan Blaney. Passed him earlier in the race. You you cannot pass him early in the run. 
and it was going to no, come, not early in the and run, it's no. going to come down to a short, a short to medium run, and if if Ross was close like Blaney was, then maybe there would be an, been a move or something, but you weren't going to just straight up pass him, um, and just you can't pass anyway. You can't pass him. He's difficult to pass in general. He had the fastest car. He just that was a recipe for him winning the race. And I, as soon as he qualified on the pole, I had zero doubts. As long as he didn't wreck, he yeah. was good. And especially yeah. when you saw that Chase didn't qualify um, all that well. Qualified like fifth. Comparative. I mean, he qualified fifth, but usually you see the top four guys qualify in the top five. He was what the second guy. Mm-hmm. He was Ro- second. Roth qualified ninth. Twentieth. What did Christopher qualified like ninth, right? Maybe yeah, low somewhere teens, there. somewhere in there. And then Roth qualified like twenty fifth, and he yeah, drove up towards the front, but he was helped by the stage breaks and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, yeah. um, I was not surprised. Yeah, it really wasn't that entertaining of a race. Uh, you had some wrecks here and there. You had Michael McDowell just. <laughs> take out Alex Bowman <laughs> near the end of the race. Uh, I don't know what that was all about. Uh, Ma- Michael McDowell was in the incident earlier on too, wasn't he? With the um, who wrecked? Uh, who wrecked uh, right before we get to the finish line? One of those uh, restarts. Uh, it was a seventy-seven. Wasn't it? On Landon Castle. No, he just blew a tire, I think, or something. There was a wreck that Michael McDowell was involved in as well. Who the hell was it? I don't remember. I don't, I don't either. But anyways, Michael McDowell was making some headlines yesterday, or Sunday. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, of course he didn't do it on purpose. I don't think that wreck with um, the 48 was... I'm dumping this guy here. I think it was... Uh, Awful look like it. I think he didn't know that Bowman wasn't going to the wall. It's because there was somebody else. Yeah, I don't think his spotter let him know that he was three wide. Um, I thought... It looked like to me, like in iRacing, when you come up the track and expect a guy to go to the wall and he's he doesn't. doesn't go to the wall and you yeah. dump him and you look like a dick. But, I mean, how how... You can't see shit out of the right side of the car. You're focused on the exit of the corner, and you think the guy's going to be up another 30 up foot, and he's not. So you just run into his door and turn him into the fence. Yeah. He's one of those things. He's a racing deal. Yeah. Um. Uh, other than that, I mean, the only the only time it was kind of getting interesting was when the Ross Elliott, Ross Elliott, <laughs> the Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain incident happened because you had Chase in front of Joey. On that restart, and then you had Ross behind Chase. I think you had Christopher behind Joey, if I'm not mistaken, or he might have been a couple of spots behind. But all four of them, about, about the only time they were all together like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you saw what happened with that incident. But uh, well, we'll get into that in just a second. I do yeah. want to say this, though. The race was how many laps? Three, twelve? 3.12? For 311 laps, Joey Logano was ahead of the other three championship. Drivers, yeah, that one, that one lap was when they were coming to the green. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think 
it might not be exactly that because I think it was actually for one green flag lap. He okay. wasn't in first of the four. But uh, just an ass-whooping by the 22 team. Uh, good to see Ford uh, back in the championship realm in NASCAR. Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, Since him in 2018. Yeah, so it's been four years. Then he, before that, it was... Harvick, or were they at Sh- were they Chevy? Chevy. Before that, it would have been... There's no way it was Kurt in 04. Yeah, it was. It was. Before. It was four. Joey, the only Ford champion other than Joe Logano the past 20 years has been Kurt Busch in 2004. Matt Kenseth in 03. Yeah, yeah him too. Um, but That's crazy. <laughs> well, here's, here's the even crazier part. I don't know if you heard this on the broadcast. You were at work watching it, weren't you, or at least on your way? I got to watch most of it. That was the end, and like, yeah, did you end. watch? Did you watch the celebration? I left. I left with thirty to go. Uh, I was over work by then anyway. But twenty-five, twenty. Um, they said this on the broadcast: Joey Logano is the first Ford driver to win more than one championship since David Pearson. I did hear that. Seventies, right? Sixties. Sixties. Jesus. He's the first. Um, for he's the first Penske driver to win more than one championship ever in NASCAR. Rusty only have one. Only one with him. How many times is Rusty a two-time champion? Mm-hmm. He won one with that that other team that he. Was oh yeah, with. that that white and green car. Yep. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. Yep. So That's wild. as many races as Ford has won over the years. They haven't had more. Only four championships the past 20 years. Yeah, only four. Of the pa- Well, that's because fucking 30 of them have been Jimmy Johnson. Um, two of them were Stewart. And two of them were Kyle. Yeah, so um, there really hasn't been a ton of champions in the past 20 years. Um, and then, you know, you got to think that with – the switch in the playoffs and everything like that. I mean, Greg Biffle would have won one had they never switched the playoffs. Carl would have won one had they never switched the playoffs. Dale would have won had they never gone to the playoffs. So, well, Dale was a Chevy guy, but I'm just saying that playoffs affect yeah. um, who your champion is at the end of the year. But well, that's really all I've got to say about that Phoenix race. There wasn't a shit ton that happened. No. Um for a championship race, it definitely kind of fell flat. And the 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 toy the the toy the the Coy Gibbs situation, we found out right near pre-race, uh, probably changed it a lot. It gave the feeling kind of different than what it would have been had that situation not happened. I think, um, just you had a lot of emotional people that didn't really care. Didn't seem like that the race was. They didn't care about that race. I mean, Freddie Kraft said it on DBC this week. I haven't listened to all of it this year, this year, this week. <laughs> so don't blow it for me. I'm not. I'm just going. Freddie Kraft just said. Uh, uh, he just said I could care less about when he found out the news uh, about about Coy. He said he couldn't care less about the race. He just uh, he just wanted to get it over with. 
and uh, focus on that. But uh, so I just feel like you had a lot of the industry just kind of take a hit right there, and championship races didn't feel as important as it would have if that situation not have uh, happened. So that 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 was a Debbie Downer, and you know, just nothing NASCAR could do in that situation. I mean, just just bad circumstances. But uh, um, this is a very average race. Uh, Phoenix should be moved. We'll get into that later from the championship uh, race. But uh, we'll go ahead and get into the Ross Chastain and Chase Elliott incident. It was about, about 100 to go, a little under 100 to go. A big restart. It was about the, like I said, it was about the closest all four of the championship guys were together. Uh, on a restart, uh, Ross dives below Chase. As Chase dives below, I forgot who was in front of him. But, um... Uh, Ross and Chase make contact. Chase goes spinning into the inside wall, hits it, breaks a toe link, or bends a toe link, messes the suspension up, and his championship uh, dreams were over uh, because they could never really get the car back to where it needed to be. And then you only had a couple more cautions. So he went a couple laps down. He finished 28th. So, uh, Raleigh, I'll let you go first. What do you think about this? I was going to let you go first because I've got a lot to say on this, but um, I will. You want me to go first? I'll, I'll, no, I'll say what I have to say. Okay. Uh, this, and you're not going to be surprised on what I have to say here, uh, this was 110% Chase Elliott's fault. Um, he, I mean, this is almost, when I saw this, I thought Carl Edwards, Joey Logano, in what 2018, right? 16. 16. Um, so the only thing that I can say is maybe, maybe Ross went low a foot too early because the rule is you're not supposed to change lanes before start finish line, but they hadn't called that shit all day on anybody, they didn't call it on Saturday because Ty Gibbs did it way blatantly on Saturday. So well, they called it on Carson Hosevar yeah, in the truck series guys race. that don't matter. Don't matter. Yeah. yeah. TBC mentions that, too. Do they? Yeah. So, um, and I noticed that, you know, watching the race on uh, Friday, and I, de- I definitely noticed Ty do it on uh, Saturday. Um, but maybe you can argue that Ross turned down a little early, but even if he did, he's there. I mean, the guy's there. You can't expect him to lift. You can't expect if that's Justin Haley that he's going to lift if you're Chase Elliott. Um, Not to mention Ross Chastain, who kind of has this reputation of not giving a fuck about other people. Um, If you're Chase Elliott there, I understand wanting to block and, you know, we're fighting for a championship here. So... I understand why he make the, made the move. I do not blame him for making the move. The thing I blame him for is when you get out of the car and you get asked a question and you just ignore the question like it wasn't asked and then just talk about how it was a good day and this, that, and the third and don't ever address it. Why does he have to address it? Because he was asked a question. It's his job. His job he, is to answer questions at the end of the he race. He has the right not he gets to answer to. it. That's fine. If he says, if he doesn't know the answer to the question, which I've heard that that might be the argument of why he didn't answer the question, if you don't know the answer, tell him, hey, I don't know the answer. 
I don't know whose fault it was. I haven't seen a good replay. I want to go over it before I provide my inf- my my take on this. And I understand you're pissed. You didn't just win a champ. You you didn't just win the championship. You think that this move cost you, and it did. This move did cost him a championship. Whether it was Chase's fault or Ross's, it doesn't matter. He didn't win the championship. So I understand he's pissed. But you can't just be like, you know, who was it uh, that asked him the question? Uh, whatever, that, that Dave Burns. Dave Burns goes, hey, was Ross Chastain just said that he thought it was your fault, uh, that he thought it was there, and and he thinks that it was just an ill-advised move on your part. And he goes, yeah, it was a good day for my guys. They did a good job. We I like paused. their fighting. And, like, obviously thought about saying Ross Chastain's a fucking idiot. Um, obviously thought about it, um, which, again, I understand wanting to call Ross Chastain a fucking idiot there, but sometimes... I want to hear Chase's opinion on shit. Chase is a popular driver. People want to know what he thinks. Boy, you sound like... F- Are you sure you have not listened to DBC this week? <laughs> I haven't listened to... I've, I haven't... <laughs> you sound just like Brett Griffin they, right now. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure the last thing I heard w- was Jamie McMurray talking about running. Hmm. with his nipples bleeding in yeah. the shower and shit. Um, yeah. I hadn't listened to much <laughs> at all. Maybe a little past that, but I don't remember exactly what they're talking about. They're, they haven't started... You haven't heard this topic. They, yeah, they haven't started yeah. talking about you sound, you uh, sound spot like on spot right now. But he's a popular guy. I wanted... And that's... My original thought was, why is he not answering this question? Um, if he thinks it's Dross's fault, tell him, hey, I think this is Ross's fault. If he doesn't know the answer to the question, don't answer the question. If he thinks it's his fault... He didn't! Okay, so don't ignore it. That's why that that's this is my biggest problem with Chase Elliott. You're just nitpicking at this, this point. This is th- my biggest problem with Chase Elliott is the fact that he has exactly zero personality. He never takes responsibility for his own actions on the track. It's always someone else's fault. Usually it is. It wasn't this time. It wasn't in Harvick the Harvick situation. Um whatever it was that I got pissed at him f- for Smacking the camera out of the fucking reporter's face the other three or four weeks. This isn't personality. Whatever it was, no, that's being a dick. That's personality. Kyle Busch. It's has a done bad it for personality, years. and the reason Kyle Busch has done it for that's years. That's fine. Kyle but at least done it for years. He shows his personality. Chase Elliott is fake. That's my problem with Chase Elliott. Is that is not who Chase Elliott is. If Chase Elliott in real life was just nonchalant, doesn't give a fuck. That's fine. Have you Act met him way. in real life? No, but you, he shows he shows just enough. I get paid to read people for a living, all right? He shows enough for me to make an educated guess on how he is in real life. Chase Elliott cares. Chase Elliott wants to say Ty, er, that uh, Ross Chastain dumped him into the fence. That's not who he is. That's who he wants. That's what he wants to say. That's what all the drivers want to say but, after... But, Chase Elliott is very, very, very concerned about his appearance. Very concerned about losing his most popular status in NASCAR. He's very concerned about this Napa sponsorship. So he wants to come out and look like, I've got everything under control. I never do anything wrong. I'm NASCAR's golden boy. I never say anything wrong. I never do anything wrong. I'm just going to, my guys are great. We did okay today. I'm. This happened. If you think it's Ross's fault, tell me it's Ross's fault. If you don't know, tell me you don't know. If you uh, fucked up, 
you fucked up. Admit it. I would like Chase a whole hell of a lot more because Chase Elliott knows it's his fault. Just like Chase Elliott's crew chief and Chase Elliott's spotter knew it was his fault when he asked him what happened on the radio. All of them knew. And anybody that says anything other than it's Chase Elliott's fault is 100% wrong. 100%. It's not even a debate. It is his fault that he wrecked. Ross Chastain didn't turn into him. Ross Chastain never did anything dirty. Ross Chastain never put Chase Elliott in harm's way. Chase Elliott did so by turning left on his front bumper. Now, if he didn't know it was there, we can blame some of it. Uh, we can put some on Eddie DeHaan. But guess what? Chase knew he was there. He expected him to lift, and he didn't lift, and that's on Chase Elliott. And for him to get out of the car and not be a man and not tell him, I made a mistake, I thought Ross was going to lift when I tried to block him to the fence, and he didn't. I ruined our chances. We didn't have a chance anyway, so I was being aggressive in this situation. I would have respected Chase Elliott a whole hell of a lot more if he would have got out of the car and said what everybody already knows. But he didn't, and he won't. So that's why I don't like Chase Elliott, and I don't like Chase Elliott fans because they're defending him. He never does anything wrong. He walks on water when in a lot of these situations, he could handle it better. Now, a lot of guys can. Ty Gibbs could. Joey Logano could. William Byron could. Denny Hamlin could. Alex Bowman could. A lot of these guys that are continuously in these situations could handle it better. But at least these guys tell the truth when they're asked a question. Chase Elliott doesn't. You done? Uh, he is turning into Martin Truex Jr. for me. I did want to say that. I didn't get that in my point. It reminds me of he ain't going to win the damn war, except the war was already won, so he couldn't say that. Well, the war wasn't won yet. No, I'm just saying, for in Chase Elliott's case, this is nothing he can do about it. Oh, yeah. You know, um, th- it's the type of it's the type of thing that I would expect from from Martin Truex Jr. Are you done? Until you say some stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't interrupt. I only have you like one time. Well, you're going to say some stupid shit. I'm not going no stu- to say no stupid shit. So, uh, the incident with Ross. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid. I'm leaving. Um, it, it. I think it's a racing deal. I don't think it's all on Chase Elliott. Um, Ross did cut down a little early, and I'm sure Chase was not expecting Ross to cut down as early as he did. Now, Chase made the decision whether he was going to... That's what I... It's hard to... It's hard to judge this, because I don't know... I don't know what Eddie DeHunt was saying to Chase as that was happening. And I would I would love... I, I should listen to Radioactive, because hey, I know it's in there. Chase... We got one inside. We got Napa deal to sign after this <laughs> race. Make sure uh, in, uh, we're wrecked big here. <laughs> Is that what he said? Probably. Um, yeah, I just. Yes, Chase ultimately did come down a little bit. Ross did not lift. Um. But I do not think it's all on Chase. 
Ross has some blame to this. Because give, the, give, give me a percentage. Hmm? Give me a percentage. What seventy five Chase, twenty five Ross. That's still too much on Ross. You you Ross cannot cut down that quick on a restart. Like you gotta wait to the line and he started cutting down before he got to the line. I understand people have done it. I understand that Ty Gibbs did it on Saturday. And it was it was close, but if you do it, it doesn't, it, dude. It comes down to little bits of. It always comes down to inches. So if Ross waits what the way he's supposed to wait until the line, and goes down there, that wreck probably doesn't happen. It might. Who knows? I can't say it will or it will not because we'll never know. But the fact that Ross did start to come down early, that put Chase in a box. Because he didn't, he was not expecting Chase, or he, Chase was not expecting Ross to be on his inside that quick. So, yes, it ultimately Chase did turn down and spin out and wreck himself. But it's not all on his fault. I think it's a ultimately at the end of the day, it is a racing deal. Chase did make the did the did ultimately, like I said, wreck himself. But I do not think it was all his fault, and. And I think that's why he did not really answer the question on the restart or on the about the restart at the end of the race because he did not know either. It's such a bang bang thing that it. They're at the start finish line right now. Ross Chastain is on the start finish line. He is still in line with the nine car. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is. He is. You can't tell from that fucking picture. He is looking. All right, watch it. Watch it. You can go to the end car. You're not going to be able to get anything you want from here. No, you can see it. He's the blue car. Yes, I right? know. He's the only car with that color. And in, There's a blue in the car frame. beside him. That light blue color, okay? Now watch. All right? You can see where the start-finish line is, and you can see when he starts peeking out, all right? You'll see it when... They come around, all right? They're coming to the flag, all right? Green flag is out. They're accelerating, all right? He turns left right now. All right? It's hard. I can't. Now, let's look at this angle. They go to a different angle. All right? Here he is. He's in line. He's in line. The green flag's out. He's He's... He's not changed lines. He's not changed lines. He's yes, still, he has. Right, he's changed lines. He's changing lines, but he's look. He's already passed. He's already technically. If Chase came down right there, he's turned. No. Yes. No. He's still in line with. He's, not, he's still behind him. He's not up to it. Listen. If Chase came down right then, he's spinning still, or at least he's almost spinning. No. Watch. He's clear. Look, he's look at, at Christopher. He's at. The, he's not the same way as Christopher. He's, he's not one hundred percent in line. But there is. He's at the line. Right I said now. it's close, but he still came but down that's early. That's what I'm saying. He's not. He's. I do not think that he did anything wrong. And like he I did said, something wrong. I he came down a little early. I understand the argument because he is moving down, but he has not changed lanes at this time. You gotta say. You gotta see that Chase Elliott. Is already moving down too. He's lower than Byron. But he's way past the line. He's lower than Byron. Okay, so 
you've got the 18 who's already changed lanes back here. He's way below. He's already, he's a lane lower than Chastain is. All right? Uh, Penalize him. I'm not saying he shouldn't, but Ross Chastain is a foot lower. Is a foot maybe two lower than the nine car. He's not a lane lower. He has not changed lanes. He's turning left. All right? He, but you can't be inside of somebody before not, the finish line. He's not inside it's, of him. You can see you can see the start finish line. From that line. angle. You can see the start finish line between his car and the nine car. Okay? He is not low. He is not inside of the nine. The nine is clear low. All right? So there's number one. So if the nine switches lanes right now, there's no wreck. All right? It's close. All right? He, they're starting to switch lanes. Of course, you can't move immediately. But if the if the nine car gets picked up and moved to the next lane, low, there is no wreck. All right? The one car does not get a lane low until there. He is now a lane lower than the nine car. All right? If he was a foot further forward, he would be inside. All right? So he's still not inside 30 foot past the start-finish line. All right? He is now inside. All right? 100 feet past the start-finish line. Chase Elliott, 200 feet later, is still coming down. Still coming down, still coming down, still coming down, still coming down, and then wrecks off the front of his bumper. Okay? Ross Chastain did nothing but hold his line. That's all he did. So he's he's picked this angle. At the start-finish line, he picked this angle. That's where he's going. Chase Elliott knew that that was the, the line that Ross was taking, and he decided... I do not want Ross making this move on me right now. I'm going to try to stop him from doing this, which I do not blame Chase Elliott for doing. And he turned himself off of his nose. Ross Chastain violated zero rules. He never turned to the right. He never put Chase Elliott in a bad situation. Because if you look at right here, all Chase Elliott has to do is continue on the same course that the 24 is going on. That's all he's got to do. Now, granted, the one car is going to be inside of you, but you're going to get a better run off the corner. You're going to stay in front of him. There's no way. I don't think that one car passes you in one and two here, um, which I'm not saying the nine car shouldn't have blocked him. I probably would have too. But with that being said, sometimes... It's it's a lose-lose. You're either going to get passed or you're going to get wrecked. And you have to decide in this situation what's better for your team. Do I try to throw a block here and finish 35th? Or do I let them pass me and finish 10th? Really doesn't matter. You're not going to win the championship either way, so you got to weigh out the odds there. I will give 0% of the blame to Ross. Zero. Does seeing it like that change your opinion at all? Not really. Not really. Um, I said it's mostly Chase Elliott's fault, but there is some blame for Ross, in my opinion. Um, it, at the end of the deal, it's a racing incident. It's more on Chase than it is Ross. I'm not arguing that. But it's, it's minimal, you know. 
when you look at it in real time, it looks... It looks quick in real time. Yeah. But uh, after we've seen it in slow motion for 10 minutes. But in the day, I'm just going to say, Chase did it to himself more than Ross did it to him. I want to make that clear. I just, you know, it sucks because he's my, he's my driver. So already, you already kind of have, you try to take out the bias, but it's hard to take out all of it. And I'm not saying I'm wrong for that. I just think when it's your favorite driver, you kind of you look for everything you can to not blame him. But uh, you can't. You can't. Like I said, most of it is on Chase, but I think Ross has some part to blame because he did. Like I said, it, this everything in every sport, it comes down to inches. Inches. And Ross did something. He started moving down before he was supposed to quote-unquote, the rule book. You cannot be start to make your move on on somebody until after the fin and still until the finish until you cross the finish line. That is not what the rule says. Yes, it is. The rule says you cannot change lanes before the start-finish line. What did David Reagan do at the 2011 to 2500? It's a bad call. He was changing lanes before he was coming to the, the rules. He wasn't completely into the new lane by the time that he crossed the finish line. He was in the middle. I get that. But that's what I'm saying. It was a bad call in the 2011 Daytona 500. That's the right call, though. You can't do that. The rule does not say that you cannot begin changing lanes. The rule says you You have to stay in a line until the finish line. Then you can fan out. Fair point. But he did not change his lane, especially, and this is why we'll talk about this later. But this is why Phoenix is a shitty racetrack, because it puts you in a situation to where you have to do this. Because, number one, you can't pass. And, number two, the fucking straightaway is in the middle of a corner. So, you're already turning left, and they give you a mile of racetrack inside that you can use. If they want to stop this from happening, all they have to do is put some grass there. Don't. Put some grass there until the end of the pit wall. You can't go down there until um, until the, 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 the grass ends. Well, or I guess you can, but there's no reason to to go down there until the grass ends. But, you know, now if this happens on the outside, I have no argument. It's all Chase's fault if this happens on the outside. Because you can move on the outside. You can change lanes on the outside. You just can't change lanes on the inside. And that's my point. That's why I think Ross has some blame here. This happens on the outside. It's 100% Chase Elliott's fault. Can't do nothing about it. You can't, you know, you you made your bed and you have to lay in it too. But because it's happened on the inside, you can't change lanes. I know it's close, but it still affects the race and affects Chase Elliott. He's not expecting that one car to be on his inside that he soon on a restart. It was happening all race. And that was, I understand. That I was probably that. the latest move I saw all day on a restart. That was the latest I've seen anybody I'm looking turn left at, all day. I'm looking at voting polls yeah, fair right enough, now. It is election day. Um, <laughs> but watching watching Ross's move, he did it later than most people. Like I said, the 18 was a lane low 100 feet before he well, got like to the finish he, line. Once he moved down, he didn't move any further down. Yeah. He kept his line. Now, who's to say? Which I'm not saying that's the, Ross's fault. I'm but gonna, but that's why I'm, it's, hard to, it's hard to police this. Number one, because what is the line? Is the line 
you have to be. No, I think it you can't you. be inside him at all. Or because what happens when the guy on the outside crowds you down a little bit further than, you know, you're you're in third. The guy in fourth crowds you down three foot. Have you now changed lanes before the line? If you're three foot lower than the guy in front of you to get a little bit of air on your nose or because you got crowded down, when does it become a lane change? I think when you start, well, you, you're right. If, if the guy on the outside crowds you and you start, you just don't want to make contact before the line. I'd say. You, what happens if the, what yeah. happens if the guy in, in uh, the, the guy in front of you spins his tires? You're just supposed to drive through the back of them? Or do you get out of the you way? You have to. What happens to. if he blows a tire? Before the finish What line, happens if he to. misses a gear? What happens if he blows up? You just drive through the back of that's, him and cause a pileup? That's the consequences of restarts and racing. You saw that that's at Dover. I, th- I think it's a stupid rule. You saw that at, So what do you want him to do? Just go crazy? When the green flag drops, whatever you want to. No. If, if, if the guy in first doesn't want people inside of him, restart the race on the bottom. Go drive to the bottom on the front stretch. Get a better restart. Or NASCAR, don't put the fucking restart in the middle of a left-hand turn. Maybe do that. I don't know. Um, Especially with that flat of a transition. You know, at fucking Texas, it's kind of difficult to make that move. At Charlotte, it's kind of difficult to make that move. Because of the angle of the front stretch, but the angle grass. of the yeah, the angle of the front oh, stretch shit. here invites you to be three lanes lower than the st- you restart a hundred yards before you get to the line. So all I'm saying is, it's Chase Elliott's fault 100 percent as far as the collision goes. However, I will concede that NASCAR and the racetrack put him in a tough spot. But they also put 39 or 35 other guys in a tough spot, and he was the only one to spin himself off of somebody's nose all weekend. So, West because uh, Ross didn't lift. I feel like I saw that in Xfinity Series. I'm sure we saw it. All day, but the camera's only on the championship four guy. Yeah. I don't know, so you never yeah. got to see anything. But he's the, the only pack. one that wrecked. Yeah, it's a fair, fair. I'll give you that. But I feel like other people lifted, and you know, if that, I'm sure that scenario has happened throughout the weekend. We just never got to see it on camera because it didn't happen with the championship guys. But at the, at the end of the day, I'm I'm not saying it's Ross Chastain's fault, but I'm not going to put all the blame on Chase Elliott because that is a difficult situation to be in. Ross did slightly start coming down before the finish line, start finish line, and I was, like I said, like I said already, it comes down to inches. Every little move matters, and it's just it's a racing incident. I put more blame on Chase than I do Ross. But in the day it happened, nothing we can do about it. It sucked for me because I'm a Chase Elliott fan, but I'm not gonna over here get pitchforks and go to damn Charlotte or wherever the hell Ross Chastain go to Florida and fucking uh, invade his watermelon farm you know I'm not doing any of that I still like Ross um, he's an aggressive driver Chase has to know that Chase has to know that like you said Chase has to know that Ross is behind him that Ross is probably not going to lift 
probably going to be as aggressive as any other guy out there, especially if he's in the championship four with you um, with a restart with under 100 to go. So it sucks. At uh, it, end of the day, it sucks for Chase Elliott and all Chase Elliott fans. And uh, and if you are a Chase Elliott fan, you're defending him 100%, saying it's Ross's fault. You're stupid. I'm sorry. You're stupid. It's not It's not all Ross Chastain's fault, but it's not all Chase Elliott's fault either, in my opinion. But uh, we'll go ahead and move on. All right. What's next? Joe Logano. Who's that? Joe 2022 was happy. 22 and 22. 22 and 22. Um, Will it be the 23 and 23? Oh, I hope not. Oh, uh, God. We can pray not. Oh, no. Hopefully it's the 6 and 23. <laughs> the 17 and 23. 17, 38. Or the 12 and 23. I'd be okay with that. Or the... Nine and twenty-three. The five and twenty-three. What about the three and twenty-three? <laughs> you would probably kill yourself. You'd probably commit murder. I would be more upset about him winning a championship than I think anybody in other than Bubba Wallace in the Cup Series. Or Ty Gibbs. I don't mind Austin Dillon. I'm not a fan of his, but I'd rather quit racing or quit watching <laughs> racing. You got something. To, breaking news: Riley Embry <laughs> will be racing in the Cup Series next year for Rick Ware. Oh, shit, I could do better than fucking <laughs> Cody Ware. I promise you that. Um, uh, Joe Logano. So he wins his second championship, two in four years. Something about the even years for Joey. He's always made the championship four in the even years: 14, 16, 18, 20, and twenty-two. He's won two of them. Um, He's like I said, he's the only second, the only second active multi-champion driver in the series now with Kyle Busch. Um, how good is Joey Logano? Joey Logano's damn good, and I've been saying this for a long time. So is Mark Martin. Um, this guy is only thirty-two years old. All right, he just won his second championship at thirty-two years old. He'd been granted he'd been racing for a long time. He'd been racing since what? His rookie year was oh nine. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's one of the, the talented guys of all time. What um, was that? He's one of the, the, the guys that you think of <laughs> when, when you think of talent, when you think of just raw ability to drive a race car. Talent. <laughs> he's one of the talented guys of all time. He's one of the most talented guys ever to do there it. There we go. We finally got him a third time. Um, <laughs> he... He's just he's just very good at doing what he does. He's I'm not saying he's the greatest to ever do it. I'm not saying he's even the the best out there right now. Um but I compare him to a guy like I I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of somebody like in in the NFL. John Elway would might be a good comparison to him. Um you know, never you can't really remember a season where he was the guy, where he was the best player in the league, where he was the one you had to watch out for, but it seemed like he was always competitive no matter what, won a few championships, and when you look back on his career, he was never, like I said, he was never number one for the whole season. But when it came down to it, he was really, really, really good for a long time. And uh, 
and just got got it done when it needed to get done. You think of the drive for John Elway is what I compare Joey Logano to. He didn't have the greatest year all year. The Ford, None of the Fords did. But when it got to the playoffs, I would say he was the best playoff driver um, from Darlington on. Um, you know, he he wasn't really ever the fastest guy all year. Uh, he won a couple races, won when it mattered, and and got the job done. I mean, same as 2018. He wasn't so a, did he was he the most deserving champion this year? I would say based on the the whole season as a whole that's a difficult question uh because if you base it off the regular season no it was Chase Elliott. But Chase Elliott sucked in the playoffs. Like was not good at all ever. And the only reason he made the championship four was because he won Talladega. Um he probably wouldn't have been in the championship four if it wasn't for winning those races, getting those playoff points. He won, what, Talladega? Did he win two races in the playoffs? Just one. Just the one, Talladega. Um, he might not have made the championship four if it wasn't for Talladega. He wouldn't have. Um, so, you know, based off the regular season, Chase Elliott, probably the deserving champion. When it, But when you put, do the playoffs – it's it's Joey Logano. Um, Ross didn't win a race in the playoffs. Excuse me, man. This middle of the light is kicking my ass again. <laughs> I gotta quit drinking this shit. It's disgusting. I gotta go back to Bush. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't win one. The twenty car should have been eliminated twice. Lucked into a win at the Roval. I know people say oh, it was clutch, but. A lucky caution gave him the opportunity mm-hmm. to win that race. Chase Elliott should have won that one. Um, and then, you know, uh, you could say lucked into Martinsville. Um, wasn't the dominant car there either. Um, so, wasn't him. He didn't deserve to win it. Uh, and then who was the other guy? Chase. No, I already said Chase. What was it? That was the four guys. Chase. You already said Ross. And you said? Yeah, Chase Ross. The 20 and, and, and Joey. So, of the final four, Joey was the most deser- deserving for sure in the playoffs. And, you know, he had a, a decent regular season and then in the playoffs kicked it into high gear. Y- you could you could think of Tony Stewart when he won his second one. Granted, he didn't win five of the ten races, but he won two. He won twice? In the playoffs. Oh. Uh, he won five? No. I'm thinking... Tony, when he won his second championship, won five out of the ten. That was his third. Did he win? Yeah, I forget about the 01. 02. 02 championship. Okay, his third championship in 2012. 11. 11. Um, Just off by year, every time. Every time. (laughs) Every time. Um, In 2011, when Carl and him tied, he won five of the final ten playoff races. Um, Of course, Joey didn't win five races this year. This playoffs, but it had a similar effect. His uh, his finishes in these ten races gave him a chance to win the championship. Um, he was the best driver in the playoffs, the most consistent. And in a in an age where winning is everything, the driver to a, that to was a, to a point. <laughs> the dr- yes, but the driver was that was most consistent pretty much all year. But in the playoffs won the championship. Um, 
I can't think of a race where he was just bad all year, um, especially in the playoffs. Um, he he just showed up every week and did what he needed to do. When he showed up to Phoenix, he was the best car, and it was never from when they dropped the green flag. It was never a doubt who the best car on the track was. It was Joey Logano, and a lot of that is to do with Joey Logano's ability to drive that car, to qualify that car, um, and to put them in a situation because they won the first race of the last round of the playoffs. And if if I'm starting a team today, it's Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Those are probably one and one A for me, based on age and talent. Now, Reddick's on the list. Elliott's on the list. Bush is on the list because of talent, but he's getting older. You know, there's not a lot of guys out there that, when you think of youth and and the ability going forward, that you know can go out and get it done. You still don't know for sure that Reddick can. We think we that we think he can, but he choked in the playoffs this year, won two races in the, the regular season, ran like shit in the playoffs. You know, Larson made a lot of mistakes this year. What other young guy, Chase Elliott, made a lot of mistakes in the playoffs? Blaney made a lot of mistakes in the playoffs. Didn't win a race. I, I mean, I'm 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 really I'm looking through my mind right now. I'm trying to figure out what young guy I would choose. Ah, Harrison Burton. Yes, Harrison Burton <laughs> led six laps all year. Um, but there's 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 really not a guy out there other than Kyle Larson that I would I would choose to start a race team around. Um, so it's funny how you kind of went with, yeah, bro, just make all the noise possible you can. Uh, it's funny how you mentioned the Joey Logano thing in the playoffs because this is, this is the exact argument I had with Chase Elliott in 2020, and you tried to cut me down on it. Do you want my response or do you want to continue? Because I don't want to interrupt, but. Go ahead. Respond, right. respond so before I So, I see what you're saying. And I get what you're saying. the The difference is, is you know, I'm I'm picking up the fact that I don't like Chase Elliott, and I don't he mind ran, He ran. <laughs> he was the most consistent driver in the playoffs, which is why he won the championship. And I'm not saying that that's not why Chase won it when he won it. I agree. I disagree with the format. Oh, in, I in that too. In that fact. Yeah. But Joey Logano was also. Also, very consistent in the regular season. Chase was, too. He was. Not as much as Joey. But he wasn't as consistent as Joey was this year. He wasn't consistent as the 11 was the year he won it, and he wasn't consistent as the 4 when he won it. Didn't he win it? The 11 has never won a championship. That's what I'm saying. In in the year that... Uh, Are we talking about regular season? When... When Chase won his championship, 2020, the two best cars were, were the four were and the, the eleven. I'll give you that. And they were 
both they both won nine races and they were consistent on top of it. But in the playoffs, Chase was better than both of those. Guys. Sure. However, over the full thirty-six race schedule, the best two cars mm-hmm. were the four and the eleven. Yeah. This year, and I haven't looked at this yet. Who would have won the regular season champ? Or whoever who would have won the championship had it been With the two thousand three playoff? It, it would have been Chase. Was it this year? Yep. Okay. Was it close? He would have beat Ross by sixty eight points. Okay. All right. Well. And Joey would have been fourth, fourth or third, third or fourth. Where would it? Do you know where Chase would have been in twenty twenty? No, I don't know that. Okay. Well, I, I get what you're saying, and yes. That has a lot to do. Chase with format, I don't, I don't know either. But, I just saw Winston Cup. But what I'm saying is, he was the most consistent, which is why he won the championship this year. But based on his ability to drive the vehicle, is why I think he is a top two driver in the sport right now. I think he's he's he might be the best. He might, based on what Kyle did this year, he is. To me, he might, he might, and maybe, he's the champion. Maybe. maybe, maybe. How, how can you argue that there is a better driver than the guy that just went out and won the championship? Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't. I'll give you that. So, I just wanted to get that point across. Uh, it just sounded funny to me how you were going in there. I was like, damn, that sounds just like my argument with Chase Elliott back in 2020. But, uh, so, yeah, Joey, uh, before the year, I thought he would do pretty well. It's an even year. I knew he'd, I knew he'd do the – yeah, I knew he'd make the playoffs. I knew he'd win some races. But uh, – you know, last year, I even said it on the one of the first episodes. I said, he only won one race last year, bro, and it was a Bristol Dirt race. So, when's he going to win on a real racetrack? I had my doubts. Uh, this year, he, he shut me up. Uh, he ran well. He ran, uh, I wouldn't say he was the fastest car throughout the year. I think he was most of the time a fifth to tenth place car most of the year on most at most races. But, like you said, he got it done in the playoffs. Uh, we have our our feelings about the playoffs, but he did what he had to do to win a championship. Playoffs, and uh, you got to give him credit. Uh, it's a second championship. I think he will get at least one more before he retires. The problem is with this playoff format, it's so hard to win multiple championships. Joey's the first, second one. He's the second driver with Kyle Busch to win multiple championships in this format. Uh, but both of them took four years apart. You think about Kyle when he won his first one in 2015, which is <laughs> bullshit to begin with, but uh, he did. He won My it in 15, leg. and then he won it in 19. And then you go and look at Joey. He won it in 18, and then he won it in 22. So four years apart. What am I looking at here? Herschel Walker is beating. Oh, now he's beating uh, him. Yes, this Ralph guy. Uh, the problem is, is he's not. Uh, sorry, not to get political. The issue for Herschel is... Um, <laughs> uh, which, Show us your true colors. <laughs> you guys know who I would vote for if I lived in that uh, state. Uh, Herschel Walker is only at 49.2%. He has to get at 50 to win it. Okay. If he doesn't get to 50, they have to do a runoff, which means they vote again. But only for the two instead of the all of the candidates. Okay. But anyways, this is an ask call. Okay. Yeah. Um, where was I at? idea oh, shit. <laughs> um but not with the it's hard to win in this format like i said kyle and joe are now the only two guys that have won multiple championships in this format 
So it's going to be hard for Joey to get to Jeff Gordon level, which I think he has. He has the talent of Jeff Gordon. I think he's a he's a one hell of a driver. I've never thought he was not talented. Um, sometimes some of his aggressive actions get him in some trouble. Uh, so did Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, Joey reminds me a little bit of Jeff Gordon, and that's who he reminds me of. Uh, just the way his I'll mannerism. Give that to you. I'll, I'll give that to you. The way his manner, and you think I'd like him, but based off that, he drives a Ford. That's the problem. Yeah, well, um, that's not really the problem. I like Ford. I drive a fucking Ford. But uh, so Joey has the has the talent as Jeff Gordon. He kind of has the same mannerisms as Jeff Gordon. But when you put that helmet on, Joey Logano is a different person, and he tr- gets it done when he needs to most of the time. Uh. So, I think Joe Logano is a top three, five driver, obviously, in the sport right now. He's number one. He won the championship. Like I said, I don't think he was the most deserving champion this year, but he is definitely in the top five, probably top three, if I'm being honest. So, it's it's not um, it's not a non-deserving champion uh, for Joey, and I think he's got at least one more in him, maybe even two. It's just so hard to win this playoff format. Uh, it's going to be hard for him to get more than – four or five championships. But I think he's got a better chance than Kyle Busch does. <laughs> Do you think – so I've spent some time thinking about this, especially, you know, these past few days because of the championship, you know, being won by Joey and all that. Do you think this this playoff format – Especially the way it's been for what when they change it, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen. Since fourteen, you know, it's been. There's never been a guy that you know goes out and does the Jimmy Johnson, you know, wins multiple in a row. Um, there's not been a guy that really racks off a lot, even not in a row. I mean. There's been two guys that won multiple since 14, mm-hmm. Joey and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kyle shouldn't have won one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think you'll ever see another Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt, or Richard Petty? Do you think anybody will ever be able to get seven with his – I'm just going to say as luck-based – as winning this champion championship is, do you think anybody will ever get to, to seven, much less maybe five? No, no. I. What do you think well, the number is? It might be four. I could see Joey winning four championships in this format before he retires. I, I don't know though. I I could. I with the craziness of the playoffs and how you know if you just have one or two bad races or have something happen to you in the playoffs, not even for the championship race then you can get knocked out even though you probably deserve to be in. That's the that's the problem. You I can have. win 35 now, races and not be the champion. Yeah. Now, if you now if the track never changes if if we stay at Phoenix for the next 15 years if you do what you're supposed to do and you and you're a good great driver and you have a good setup for Phoenix as long as you made it, make it to the championship four, you have a chance to win multiple championships because it's the same track. And if you're really good at that track, you've got a hell of a good chance to win the championship. Like Joe Logano, Phoenix is one of his best tracks. 
Statistics. Oh boy, here we go. Statistically. That word. So statistically. Yeah, if Kyle Larson, if it goes back to Homestead, Kyle Larson is so fucking good at Homestead. I think he could win the race and the championship every year. The problem is him getting there. You saw it this year. He missed it. Got it eliminated in the round of 12. Nobody saw that one coming. But that's because this playoff format is sometimes unpredictable. So, if the, if the championship race constantly changes, hell no. Absolutely not. I don't think there's any way anybody can get more than four max. But if we stay at Phoenix, we move to Homestead again or Charlotte, maybe, and just stay there for, for the next 10, 15 years, there's a chance, but I still don't think we ever get to seven. Maybe five, maybe, with Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Joey. I think Kyle Busch can't get to five anymore. I think he's in the latter part of his career. And Denny Denny don't even have a championship, so Denny, he'd have to drill off a whole bunch in a row. If Kyle, if Kyle Busch wins one more, he should be happy. He should be very happy. And he has a great chance to do that with this playoff format. Yeah. So, but the only guys I could see doing that in the next 15 years, maybe, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. But Ty Gibbs, the way he looks in the Xfinity Series. I mean, he's looked like dog shit. He has, he has. Other than like his second or third race, two or three races, his first, second, third races. Yeah, but how focused has he really been on this cup car other than the Xfinity car? You know what I mean? So that's the only thing I'd say to that. Yeah, um, but, but there, uh, that's, a, that's a fair it's point. Easy, that's a fair point. It's easy. I'm not saying it's easy to win Xfinity races, but there's 10 cars that can win in the Xfinity series on a regular basis. Now there's 20 that can win a race, but there's 10 cars that are competitive every week, and there's probably five drivers that are good enough to win every week in the Xfinity Series. In the Cup Series, there's 25 cars that can win. There's 20, 15 to 20 that can win every week. And there's 30 car, There's thirty drivers that, if they were in the best car, would win the race. So, you know, sure. Different. It's a, it's, he's got the most talent... I've seen of anybody coming into the Cup Series since Joey Logano. Um, but he's been in the, probably the best car. But he's yeah, he drove the best car. He's driven the most competitive car his whole life. He's getting into not the most competitive car, and it's still up there. Though. It's still up there. It's still it's, up there. it's a race winning car. And this has not been quote unquote official. He's, but he's going to the 18. Yeah. Ty Gibbs is going to the 18. We're he's, almost positive. He's getting in it. And, yeah. But this year, hadn't been the most competitive car. It's still a race-winning car. But rookies struggle in the Cup Series. For the Always have. Uh, there's been, you know, you think back to Denny winning a couple races his rookie year. Um, Joey won a race his rookie year. But that was in the that was totally bullshit. A, <laughs> that was in the rain. <laughs> that Homestead race or not Homestead? Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire race. Jeff yeah. Gordon should have won that race. I don't remember it raining during that oh, race. It but, poor Dick. Um, 
I thought he, he won just that stayed one. out and got lucky. I thought he won that one straight up. No, but, um, he was I, terrible at Joe Gibbs. He was, but you know, he still he won. And that's why I think also Joey will never go down as the best driver. Dude, he's ever. 18 years old. What do you expect? And that's why I'm saying Ty is going to struggle. When did Chase Elliott get in the Cup Series? He wasn't 18. Ah, he's pretty damn close. Probably 19. He's 26 now. He's his rookie year was 16. 16. That was he's six years ago. He was 20. Gee, a year. What What's the difference between you at 18 and you at 20? Not a lot. It's a lot of difference for me. Well, that's you. I was doing. Well, I mean, people might say I'm still doing stupid shit. <laughs> but 18, I was a, I was a very different person than I was at 20. Now you say 18 to 25, and that's what I'm different. saying. From 20 to 25, it's not even close. Com- I'm a completely different person than I was when I was 20 years old. You don't change, homie. I don't change up. Change. So that's what I'm saying. Ty Gibbs st- is still a kid. He's what? He's but he has the he's twenty. He has the most talent I've seen upcoming that could sure. Sure. reel off four or five and championships. Sure, he can in the t- next. But 15 he's years. not gonna. It, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's not gonna go win out win a championship in the next five years. I don't want to, but because he might. But he when he he looks like he's the twentieth best driver. In the Cup Series right now. We'll see. We'll see when he gets um, in a, a ride that he focuses just on that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And and he might he might prove me wrong next year. But I, what I'm saying is, we it's going to be difficult to judge greatness from from here on out because you know usually we judge who the best drivers were based on their championships. You know everybody's got junior or junior. Everybody's got. Dale Sr. on their list of greatest of all time. Everybody's got uh, Petty. Everybody's got Johnson. Gordon. You know, Gordon. Pearson. These guys that have won multiple championships. Darborough. Yeah, these guys that have been out there, they've done it, they've been there, and they have the, the, the race wins and they have the championships. Now... Denny Hamlin is one of the most talented drivers of all time. He doesn't have any championships, but that doesn't mean he's not one of the best because of the way that it's won. So, Joey Joey Logano, if he goes out, I don't know how many race wins he has, 31, 32, something like that. Who? Joey. Yeah, something like that. If he goes out and wins 100 races, if he wins 70 more races, which is possible, if he wins, Whew, that's difficult. If he wins, I'm not saying he will. If he races until he's 45, he'll have to win like eight races a year, eight nine races a year from here until you know for 13 years. He ain't doing that. He ain't gonna do it. But he could. If he, he does could, that, he he yeah. could rattle off a couple 10 win seasons. If he wins 10 races next year, I wouldn't be surprised. If he wins. Five next year, I wouldn't be surprised. But let's say he gets to what is what is Gordon at? Wins wise, yeah, ninety three. Ninety three. What is Johnson at? Eighty six. We'll, we'll go G- Earnhardt. He's got eighty. No, he's got seventy six. Seventy six. I thought it was eighty six. He's got seventy six. 
Do you think Logano can get to 76? Yeah. Can can he win 40 more races? I think so. For sure. If he gets to 77 wins but doesn't win another championship, does he go down as one of the greatest of all time? I think yeah. so. Yeah. But are people going to look at, oh, he had 76 wins. He's got 31. Yeah, so he needs seventy or he needs forty five more wins. Damn, I thought he won more than I thought he's won more than that. I thought he was close to like thirty to forty. Thirty one wins is a hell of a lot of wins. I mean it is. It is. I think Matt Kenseth is in the thirties. Yeah, probably. I'm not hundred percent sure what I So um But but Chase Elliott's like at nineteen. He's only like twelve behind Joe. <laughs> sure. But he started winning a little bit earlier than Joey did. But I also don't see... Fair. And he's also been at Hendrick. And, you know, Hendrick has been... Gibbs was great when he was there. Not really. That Gibbs didn't start being Gibbs until they... till Kyle started winning consistently. Which was 08. Yeah, and Joey was only there for two years, three years. Four years. He was 18 years old in 2009 and won a race. 9, 10, 11, 12. You got to listen. He won two races. How many people suck at Gibbs when they first go there? Not a lot. Christopher Bell. He did not took suck. Took him a minute. Took him a minute to get competitive. All right? He, he's been okay, but he wasn't win- he's not winning races. Consistently. Consistently. He's been there for three years. He's got three wins, and two, two of them have two, came in the past three weeks. Two years. Two years. Okay. Three races. Three Suarez three. was there for three. Suarez, is, he don't care. How, how many years was he there? Two years? Two. Two years. You no. didn't give him a chance. Was never competitive. He Eric wasn't. Jones was there for three years. Two he years. Won three races. years. He won, won a race at Gibbs. He two. won the Southern 500 at Gibbs. That was it. He won two. What was his second race at Gibbs? He won his first race at the Daytona July race in 18. I only remember him winning the clash at Daytona. And he won that too? Yeah. Um, But what I'm saying is, is number one. They outperformed Joey. Fine. All of them, except for Daniel. Fine. But it was also. Joey had more of a leash. It was also more about driver back then than it was about car. So So what I'm saying is is it <laughs> takes Joey's not good? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is is it takes a minute for a rookie to get comfortable in the cup series. I give you that. So in a car that is more in a, in a series that's more about car, it is easier for a rookie to perform now than it was back then. You back then you did not expect rookies to win races. You didn't. Fucking veterans didn't win races. Yeah. You had your six, seven guys that you expected to go out and win 30 races a year, and five, six guys might win one. Maybe. Yeah. So, I don't even know how we got to where we're at in this conversation, but Joey Logano, to me, Right now, is the most accomplished NASCAR driver on the schedule, full time. He's got two championships, like Kyle Busch. Fine, he earned them more than Kyle Busch did. 
And I think, in my opinion, he will get more. I think Kyle, he can win more. I don't think he will. He'll win a couple more races before he retires. I think Joey Logano has a very good chance of going out there and getting 70 wins. I think Joey Logano has a very good chance of winning two or three more championships. If he does that, Joey Logano has a discussion as being the best driver in NASCAR history. If he doesn't. Now, it's a big if. But in today's age, if you win 70 races and win four championships, to me, that's like winning seven championships. Because races are more important, and Kevin Harvick said this a couple years ago, winning races is more important than winning championships. And Joey's got both. And will have both. Which is a problem in itself. Drivers are thinking that. But, um... The only the only thing I'd say, and this would be the last thing I say, I think Joey is a a hell of a talent. The only thing I'll say is we have never seen a season in with Joey Logano that he has quote unquote been the best driver. Eighteen, he wasn't the best driver that year. It was the big three year. That was Harvick, Kyle Bush, and Truex winning almost every race. And this year, he was good. He was good. He's top five, top three, if you want to argue that. But Chase Elliott was probably the best driver, most serving champion. The only one I could say that he was the best driver throughout the year, <coughs> excuse me, was 15. And that's when Matt Kenseth took him out at Martinsville. You know, he didn't make the Final Four, obviously he didn't win the championship. That's, when, that's the one that Kyle Busch won. That's the only season I could say that Joey was the most deserving champion and was the best driver all year long. That's my only argument. How many that. wins did he have in 18? Three? Four? Maybe? But that's the only argument I'd say against that. But at the end of the day, Joey Logano, uh, two-time champion, He's, gonna, he's definitely going to go down the Hall of Fame now if you're a multi-champion. If you're just a single-time champion, you're probably going to make the Hall of Fame. But definitely with two championships, over 30 race wins, he'll probably get to at least 50, I think, before he retires. He's still got 13 years left if he wants it in the Cup Series. So he's going to win at least 50 races. Um, he's definitely one of the most talented drivers out there in the field. I wouldn't put him above Kyle Larson. I kind of agree with you. on It's close between him. And Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick, um, you're picking hairs at that point. So if you, what you're saying right now is you would pick Kyle Larson over Joey Logano to start a race team right now. Yes, I would. I'm not going to disagree. I mean, I get I get the argument, but Joey Logano is more proven. Yeah, if, I'll give if you, you that. take, but he's older too. He's been in the Cup Series longer. Yeah, if you take away. Last year from Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson is an underachieving driver. But he's been in very average equipment. That, I'm not going to disagree with you, but Jamie McMurray won races in those cars. Once every blue moon. (laughs) Fucking Juan Pablo Montoya won a race. Once every blue moon. I'm just saying, yes, and I'm not saying Kyle Larson, he's not. He is. He's... Top two. But Joe, Gib- Joe Gibbs. Joe Logano has never been in average equipment. Can you, we agree this with that? This year. 
Can we agree with that? The Penske cards were they were the th- fourth best team this year. But that's not average. That's still good. It's just the margin for error is so close. And he only won four races. Only. 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 What was that second most to yeah. Chase Elliott, who's in the yeah. best equipment? It's not that close, or it's not that far away, though, from Hendrick to Penske. I it's, don't think. It's not, but Chase is in the best equipment. But the gap between Penske and. Do you think. Do you front think. Front row? A little further. But do you think Joey Logano. Do you think Trackhouse this year had better equipment than Penske? I do. Because of the way... Probably. That, yes. Yeah, probably. I think every Chevy did, except for maybe JTG. Like, the top Chevy teams. I think I think if Joey's in the 8 car, he outperforms Tyler Reddick. I think if he's in the 3 car, he outperforms Austin Dillon. I think he's in the 24, he outperforms William Byron. If he's in the 48, he outdoes all of them. I think he outdoes Chase in the 9 car. I think he is a better race car driver than Chase Elliott. However... It's not that far. I think Chase Elliott's the best driver, and it's not close. He's the best driver. Nah, I'm forgetting I'm about Kyle, to say Larson. Kyle Larson. <laughs> he, he, I know where you're going with He that. and Kyle Larson are are close to each other. I think Kyle Larson is a better driver. I think Chase Elliott is more consistent. Um, but I think that Joey Logano reminds me of a guy like Chris Busher or a guy like Michael McDowell, that they outperform their equipment. But he's outperforming good equipment. So most oh, that's now, why he's out here winning races. The, the, the 12 car didn't win a race. I was about to say, but most for most of the year, not most, but it was close between them two. The 12 and 22... A lot of times that 12 car was faster. Than sure it was. Too. Sure it was. But being the fastest, anybody can go out there. Ryan Newman may be the fastest race car driver of all time. Maybe. He was fast. Didn't win a ton of races. Couldn't, couldn't, win, couldn't win races. Um, there's or you didn't have the race craft, you could argue. Matt Kenseth qualified 25th every week. Won a shit ton of races. Greg Biffle, I don't I can't. Greg Biffle won a pole maybe in his life, and that was at Daytona. Won a lot of races. I think he's won more poles than that. Sure, but not him. I mean, he wasn't on the pole every week. No. You know who was? Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman. You know where he finished every week? Tenth. Tenth. <laughs> because you can't do that. You can't run 100% all the time. You can't do that. Ricky Stenhouse is the Ricky modern Stenhouse. day Ryan Newman. Yeah, you, he's up front at the beginning of races and finishes tenth. Because no, he doesn't finish 10th. He finishes like 20th. 20th. <laughs> but, you know, when he's got a 10th place car, he finishes 10th. Yeah. All right. But, Let's close the book on this. We've been talking about yeah. this for like 45 That's minutes. F- <laughs> yeah, because it's it's an interesting topic. It is. It is. And I think I'll just I'll close with this. If Joey Logano doesn't win another race for the rest of his career, of course he's not going to go down as the greatest of all time. Talent-wise, he has the ability to. If he goes out there and continues, because he's been in the Cup Series for now 13 years. If he does it, 
if he copies his first 13 years to his second 13 years and he wins 62 races and four Cup Series championships, he's in the top five for me. Okay. Yeah, if he wins a couple more championships for us, which I think he can, um, he will definitely be in top ten material. Top five, he'll have to have to do a little bit more than what you said, in my opinion. Um, but he's up there for sure. But uh, good congrats to Joey and the 2022 team. Uh, they were the best in the playoffs, like you said, Riley. Uh, and at the end of the day, they had the best car at Phoenix. They deserved to win the championship, and they did. Uh, so we'll go ahead and move on. We had – we'll make this brief because we went so far into that one. But uh, the Xfinity and Truck Series crowned their champions – on Friday night and Saturday night. And Zane Smith wins the Truck Series Championship uh, with a late race restart holding off uh, Chandler Smith and uh, uh, who was it? Who was the other one? Uh, ben Rhodes. He wins the championship. Uh, he's He was uh, had, had the, you know, in all three races this weekend, the pole center Won the race and the championship. And the winner of... They swept the stages too, right? No, Blaney won the won stage two. That's right. I don't know about the stages. And uh, you, can just cut, you can just cut that off. Zane won both stages. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ty did too. Okay. Well, anyways, Zane Smith wins the championship from Truck Series. And then Ty Gibbs on Saturday defies all odds and... Wins the Xfinity Championship going against three JRM cars and pretty much the whole field as well. Uh, but should have known that the field was going to be all talk, no action. You know, I'm not saying I wanted to see Ty Gibbs get wrecked, but I definitely, I, did. I, I definitely did not want him to win the championship. And that, I was more mad about that than I was about Clemson. <laughs> That's the only thing that uh, that saved my night. Was Clemson losing? Because yeah, I, I was pissed. I was pissed that Ty Gibbs won as well. You know, I picked Justin. You picked Noah. Uh, definitely didn't want Ty to win. And, uh, you know, it, uh, he did a hell of a job, though. He uh, raced everybody clean. And per, for the most part, everybody raced him clean, which was, you know, whatever. They raced him hard, but they raced him clean. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. But he had the best car. And I, I knew he was going to have the fastest car at Phoenix, at 54 Toyota uh JGR car is so fast at Phoenix uh, in Xfinity Series. So I knew he was going to be the best car. I thought the 7 could get 10 because that's one of his best tracks. And he did. He was leading with 30 to go, but just couldn't hold on to it. And then Noah tried to get him at the at the end and just couldn't hold on. But throughout the throughout those whole, tw- those whole two races, I thought the racing was pretty good. It was, it, was, it was better than the cup race, obviously. The truck race was... Average until the end when you had the strategy with Ben Rhodes staying out. And you had Ty trying to and Chandler trying to get up to trying to get up to Zane and Ben, and it got it got interesting. It was okay, uh, and then the Xfinity race I thought was amazing between the championship guys. Now I don't really know what happened at the at the back of the field. I know the eighteen and the one wrecked each other, and that was a mess, but. Between the four championship guys, other than Josh Berry, Josh Berry is pretty much a non-factor um, all day. But between the seven, the nine, and the fifty-four, I was having a blast watching that race. I watched, like I said, I watched more of the Xfinity series 
race because I, it was so entertaining Then I was watching the Clemson game <laughs> on my phone. And I said last week, I was like, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to watch this Xfinity race because Clemson plays an hour later. And sure enough, I watched way more of that Xfinity race than I did the Clemson game. So uh, what would you think about them? Yeah, um, I was drunk for the truck race. So, and I was, I was drunkish for the truck race. Uh, came over here, watched it in the garage. Had a few beers. Um, I came over a little late. What was I doing Friday? Well, we ate out. We ate dinner. That's what it was. They got yeah. back about right when the race started. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, so. Watch that race. It was pretty good. You know, my guy was mm, the third. I, 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 I like I like Zane the most, so I'm not upset that he won. Uh, but I picked Ty, and I wanted to see Ty win it because I thought it would be the most interesting story uh, because he's not really got a path forward. Um, and I thought that uh, a championship would help him more than any of the other three guys. Um so I wanted him to win it, but but Zane, I'm definitely not upset that he won. So you know, it was kind of disappointing to see that that Ty struggled with the car, and it was exciting at that that final 20 laps to see, you know, what was going to happen, and then that final restart um, was very entertaining. It was really good racing. Uh, it was very clean racing the whole race um, between the championship four guys. Between the championship four guys, and and. For a truck race, that might have been the cleanest truck race all year mm-hmm. in general. I mean, there was some bullshit that happened, but, you know, that's a truck race for you. And then um, on – on uh, and congratulations, Zane Smith, on all facets of your life. You're doing very well for yourself. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to, to get that out there. For, the, for those don't, that know, don't, know, don't. and for those that don't, don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, congratulations, Zane. Uh, and then on Saturday, like you said, I was we were watching. I was over at David's house. We were watching the Georgia game on the TV. So I had the race on my phone, and I was watching it. It was kind of difficult to keep up with because I didn't have the sound and yeah. all that stuff. And I, I want, I really wanted Josh Berry to win it, um, but I said that I didn't think he was gonna last week, and for the reason that you know I thought he was the third best car, maybe the fourth best car. Um, so I thought it was gonna come down to the fifty-four and the nine, and it did. And I thought the nine was going to kind of go to a place that he didn't go to, I guess, would be the way to play. I, I thought he would be a little bit more aggressive, uh, especially because he was there. Um, early in the last run, He, if he wanted to press the issue, he could have, and he didn't. So I was a little disappointed at that. I understand why he didn't, especially because you have your boss saying, hey, we're not going to wreck this guy to win the championship. Do not do some stupid shit. Um, I think if Dale would have kind of given Noah the leash. He would have done it. He would have, <laughs> uh, but he didn't, yeah. uh, which I understand. You know, Dale wants to win the right way, which I got, you know, it's a reason I respect him uh, in his ownership. He's probably my favorite owner um, in the Cup Series. Cup or series. In, the, in, the, in NASCAR is what I meant um, because he uh, – you got breaking news to Dale or something? No, he's gonna one day. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, but he uh, he does it the right way. Um, he races like I grew up watching racing, and and 
old school when it comes to that kind of thing. So um, Ty deserved it. He, I think he was the best car all year. He didn't win the most races. Noah did. It should come down to those two. I think Ty had the best car. I think Ty's had the best car all year. Uh, so he's a deserving champion. So um, it is what it is. And I think it was the best race all year or all weekend on, on Saturday. Which we said would. Yeah, which which is usually the case with those Xfinity cars. Um, and then I think the truck race, of course, was it was better than than the cup race too. So um, it's unfortunate that the most important race of the weekend is the most boring, um, but it seems to pretty much always be that way. Um, I don't know if it's just because everybody's so damn good. It's like when you see, like, to equate it to UFC fights, when you have two really really good UFC fighters, um, it's hard to get at them. Get to them. Yeah, it's to it's uh it's usually a boring fight because they're both really scared of what the other can do to them, uh, and they they both kind of just kind of cross each other out, and yeah. it's kind of boring. So I think that might be a part of why the the Cup Series is not as uh as fun to and watch. And the track as the matters too. Yeah, and the track does matter as well. Yeah. But uh, that's good segue into. Yeah. Goddamn! <laughs> Phoenix has hosted the uh, championship weekend the past, what, three years now? So we've like never it. seen a good race. I've never seen a good Phoenix race ever. Yeah. Um. So, you probably already know what our opinions are on this. Should mm. Phoenix be the championship race going forward? Nay. Why? Well, uh, and where should it be? I've never seen a good Phoenix race ever. Um, I've been saying this for years, and it seems like people are just now getting on this train. Um, just like the All-Star race, and just like the Super Bowl, it should rotate. We should go to a different track, if not every year. Every other year. Every other year. Um, how awesome would it be to see the championship race at fucking Darlington? The only problem with that is you it's have not to a big market. This, you have to move the Southern 500. No, you wouldn't. Why? You go in the you go in the all you have to do on Labor Day. All you have to do is put a put the bye week earlier in the season. The Southern 500 is the cutoff race, and then 11 weeks later you come back and run the championship. All you got to do, maybe two weeks earlier, the Southern 500 is still on the same day. We race. A weekend later, two weekends later. That would be cool. I'm just saying that it'd kind of be difficult. That's you could be awesome. You run fucking two last two years. Last year you ran two Pocono races in the same weekend. Yeah. You usually we run Michigan three weeks apart. That was no, that's Pocono. We'd run two Pocono races six weeks apart. Michigan's usually pretty close too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, Um, two would be. I'm just saying, if you want to, Hampshire was close too when they had two dates. I get it. You probably don't want the track twice in the playoffs. Fine. But, you know... Charlotte would be cool. Charlotte would be cool. Atlanta... Well, no, the no. old Atlanta would be cool. Yeah. It's going to happen Bristol, one day. Martinsville. You, you do realize it's going to happen one day. The championship race will be put at Daytona, Taldega, or Atlanta. I hope not. It will. I hope not. You want all entertainment? That's the entertainment. I think it's better as a cutoff race than it would ever be a championship race. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that would because cr- cr- I cr- think truly be bullshit. I think... I don't think they'll ever do it, number one, because 32 
of the 36 guys on the track are going to be very, 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 very cautious. And I think all the top four guys would ride at the back. Why would you run up there? To at the least back? for the first two stages they yeah. would, for, for sure. Yeah. But I think it should rotate it should, to yeah. – or at least, you know, pick three or four tracks. And rotate them. And rotate them yeah. uh, with Phoenix not being on the list. I think if if I had to choose just not based on schedules and not based on anything other than what, what tracks would p- provide the best racing for the Final Four – Darlington would probably be, if not one one A, with uh, Homestead. It should be one. It should be Homestead, really. Uh, but Homestead, Darlington, Bristol, Martinsville. With this new car, you want that? That's fair. Um, when they show that we can, they can fix it. When they, if they if they can race at short tracks, that would be my top four. Yeah. Um, Charlotte is on the list. Um, Auto Club is going to be a short track soon. Yeah, that's on the list. Um, which is probably what they're going to do. Um, if they move it, it'll probably go there because they want to go to the fucking Los, Los Angeles market. Yeah. Um, they're all about markets, not about racing. Um, those are really the ones. I mean, that's... That's it. I mean, I I think I think if if scheduling was not an issue, I think Darlington's the best option. And and I may be biased, but it's my favorite track. Um, but Darlington is a driver's track. It's proof by Eric Jones winning there. It's proof that you know, you look at the winners of that track. There's not other than Regan Smith. There's no fluke winners ever at Darlington. One of one of the the best drivers of the year wins there, and Eric only won one race this year, but he was competitive pretty much every week. Um, so Darlington, I think, would be be the track if I could if I could pick is either Darlington or, or Homestead, um, but definitely not Phoenix because um, we talked about number one you couldn't pass, number two it's Phoenix. So it's not like it's not where NASCAR's known. When you think of NASCAR racing, you don't think of fucking Phoenix. Um, it's not a night race, which I think the championship race should be a night race. I don't know why. It just feels like that's the way it should be. Um, and the bullshit with the way that Phoenix is configured makes judgment calls come into play, like with the Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain. Um, it's just the only exciting shit that ever happens at Phoenix is the first three laps on a restart, and then it's just follow the leader. I'm going to ask you this. Would you th- ever think North Wilkesboro will ever be the finale once they renovate that track? Now, I will say this on that 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 point. Um, do I think they will ever do it? Probably not, um, just like they'll never do it with Darlington. It's just because it's not a big enough market. Um, yeah. they can't get enough people there. There's not a lot of attractions other than the racetrack. Yeah, so like, Darlington. We went to we went to Darlington Egypt. for the Southern 500. We had to stay like 30 to 45 minutes away from the track. Yeah. Um, and that was really the closest hotels. Um, they're a little bit 
closer than that, but after, you know, traffic and all that on a, you know, Saturday night, um, it takes a minute to get to anywhere uh, from Darlington. And North Wilkesboro is the same way. There's not a ton. There's not a lot of hotels around the area. Um, there's not a lot of VIP experience at uh, Darlington, and there's zero at North Wilkesboro. Uh, from what I saw in that uh, um, Cars Tours race that I watched. So, it, it as a racetrack, I think it would be awesome. Um, as a fan experience for you or I, I think it would be awesome. But I don't think NASCAR would ever do it just because they don't... They're looking... It'd be like putting the Super Bowl at fucking Georgia Tech. I mean, we're not be Atlanta. That's a big market. It uh, would be like having the college football playoff in at, Raleigh, in Raleigh, in Raleigh, or in even that. That's more. Yeah, time. Raleigh, or it fucking in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Like the, the fucking Colorado Buffalo Stadium's awesome. It's one of the the coolest places in in college football. Um, you know, there's a lot of places in college football that are really cool, but they're never gonna offer the fan experience for the VIPs that the big places are going to offer. And that's yeah. the way NASCAR looks at it is they want money yeah, because they're a business, yeah. which I don't blame them, but they're never going to do it at a track in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. always going to be in Atlanta or Los Angeles or Phoenix, which Phoenix is one of the biggest markets in NASCAR, which is surprising to me, but it is. And that's why it's there because Phoenix is – remodeled their fan experience on the infield and they've remodeled their fan experience in the stands. So um, they're going to, they're going to keep the championship race in a big market. Um, I I agree with you. It it should be moved out of Phoenix. um, Just because like I said, the racing product is not, it doesn't, it doesn't um, equal out to the market and all that stuff. The market's great. The racetrack looks great. The fan experience is probably really good there. But the at the end of the day, the racing product has to be good as well. And we've seen at Phoenix for years, it's never been a great racetrack or a great race. So I think you need all that combined together. And I like the rotation thing. Obviously, Homestead, I feel like Homestead's always going to be a, a finale. It just feels right with uh, was it the, um, the, was it the palm? No, not the palm trees. Uh. Is the palm trees? The palm trees out in the back stretch. You, know, you see them all around. It just feels like a championship feel to it. Now the the track itself, I heard, is not in great shape as far as facilities and um, the uh, the the at track experience. Other than the racing, is not great. So Homestead maybe that's maybe why they lost that because you need to update your facility a little bit better and you get plenty of fucking money. Because you get a whole lot, you get most of the TV deal. Well, doesn't SMI so, own both tracks? Maybe, but I don't know. But Homestead's obviously number one for me. It's you can say it's a um, it's a, it's a nostalgia thing. When I remember first watching NASCAR, that was the finale race since I was fucking six years old in two thousand four. When I remember watching the. Um, Kurt Busch winning his championship at Homestead from till 19. You know, that's always just been Homestead, we're crowned champion, important race. I've always had that feeling. 
Uh, Bristol, I think Bristol would be great. The only problem with Bristol would be it's a short track. You know, crazy shit can happen there, but it's a good racetrack. I think it's a pretty it's a pretty big market, and the Bristol night race is always one of the most intense, uh, most incredible racing experiences as a fan that you can ever experience in NASCAR. For me, going in 2019 and 2013, it's like I said, it's the two most famous. It's, it's my two favorite races I've ever been to. Uh, 13 was amazing me for the first time me going to it, and then 19 was just as good, if not better. 19. So Bristol's an option just because of the the racetrack itself. The market is, I think, big enough. I think in Bristol, Tennessee, it's near Nashville. You know, you got a lot of stuff around there. Um, Nashville is one of the ones as well for me. Nashville, I feel like the NASCAR market in Nashville has blown up the past couple of years. Nashville is a great option. We have the awards banquet there. Now, I think that would be a good a good stop or good track to host the finale. And then Charlotte. Mainly Charlotte. It's home track for all these race teams. Charlotte market where NASCAR's, uh, all the NASCAR headquarters is. Got a lot of NASCAR fans there. Charlotte is a huge market. You can put it in Charlotte. I think it'd work as well. So I'd be fine with that. So but you, they'd have to get rid of the oval. So they had they'd have to or the roval. They'd yeah, have they to, would. Yeah, they'd yeah have they have can't run, do it on the road course. They'd have to run the six hundred and then the championship race. Yeah, and I'd be fine. With and that. it'd have to be a five hundred miler. Yeah, I'd be fine at with night. That. Yeah, at night or even Sunday afternoon after, into night after the time change. It, into yeah, night. Yeah, it'll be fine on the East Coast. If you start a race at three o'clock in the afternoon here on the East Coast. Midway through the race, it's going to be almost dark. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say, four thirty. They need to start at four thirty. Right when the sun's about to set. I would say, because if it the was only th- problem is with rain and if stuff the, like that. If it was this weekend, four thirty. If they if they raced it the, the first weekend of November was about to come down four thirty because it was the day after time change. Yeah, I had to work fucking thirteen hours. That fucking sucked. Four thirty, the sun would be going down. Pretty much like at five, it would be dark. It'd be dark. Thirty. It would be dark as the first stage was ending. I think that'd be perfect. Yeah, that's fine. So you got a lot of that'd be cool. You know, just on the east coast. If you want to do west coast, I could see that the uh, the Auto Club. That maybe Vegas, but. I don't know, Vegas has never been a championship field track. Like, Phoenix never felt like a championship track to me. So, if you want to keep it on the West Coast, I'd say either Vegas or the Auto Club short track whenever that becomes a thing. Um, But I'd say, say, on the East Coast, Homestead is always going to be nostalgia to me. Nashville, Nashville and NASCAR has been blowing up. That's a big market. You can take advantage of that. Um, And then Charlotte. Would be or Bristol, um, Bristol probably the last one just because it's short track. If uh, you know Nashville, I will I will second that um, because I will go to the championship race if it's in Nashville. Just NASCAR, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, a race in Nashville, it's a good idea. I know you go to the Super Speedway, but I need a night race there, please, so I can go to the fairgrounds and party in Nashville, please. <laughs> well, are you saying something from earlier in the year? Um, <laughs> anyways. We played cards and closed the yes, shades. Uh, we stayed in the hotel room all played. weekend. Um, 
I lied to you. It's not SMI. NASCAR actually owns Phoenix and Homestead. Yeah, they would never want. That's that's another reason I didn't think it's about ISC. I don't think they'd ever have a finale that NASCAR was not owned. Did not, did own, not, the did not own the track yet. So Charlotte's out because it's SMI. Really? Yeah, they're owned by SMI. It's the Bristol's out too. Speedway Motorsports. Bristol's out because it's Speedway Motorsports. Um, I think Darlington's owned by NASCAR now. Damn, I didn't know Charlotte was. Yeah, it's uh, well, yeah, it's the uh, um, what's his name? The Smiths. Bruton. Bruton Smith. Well, yeah, Marcus. Which Smith. is Speedway Motorsports okay. SMI, right. which is Texas and Atlanta and Charlotte, Bristol and Charlotte. Charlotte and New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know about New Hampshire. I'm not I think they own New Hampshire too. They own. There's really there's SMI and there's ISC. They own everything but Dover, Pocono, Phoenix. No, Phoenix is ISC. That's That's what I'm saying. They're owned by the same people that uh, Nashville or uh, Homestead is. I think Dover, Pocono, Michigan. Michigan's ISC. Talladega? Talladega's one of the two. They're not independent. Darlington used to be, and that's why they lost the date. And they got it back. No. Anyways. Um, but I'm just saying, it's, they're never going to put it in any place that they don't own. Yeah. So, um, just pull up the International Speedway Corporation and look at those tracks, and those are your options. Yeah, but that would be that would be our options. We got pretty much the same type of tracks. That'd be cool to see. Just move it out of Phoenix, man. It's just isn't it, it'd be cool to go there one day. But at the end of the day, I don't think it ha- never has had a championship feel to it. And maybe that's because in 2020 it was the first season we had it there, and we only had you know 25 percent capacity or whatever it was, and it just kind of felt eh. And then it's been like that. For I really think years. it's because it's it ends and it's fucking daylight. Like that's got something. It's I don't know why it matters to me, but it just it doesn't feel right seeing the champion hoist the trophy at four o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast. It just doesn't seem right. Like it needs to be fucking eight thirty, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, like it was when my guy when fucking Kurt won the championship and when Jimmy won seven and when. Joey won his first when Kevin won his and when Brad was getting drunk on Sports Center. Like it was it felt important because it was dark. Like I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. The Super Bowl the dark. National Championship. National Fucking Championship. Midnight. Midnight. Fucking every important race in NASCAR at night, other than the Daytona five hundred. But even then, most of the some of the time yeah. it's dark. Hockey, dark. No other professional sports championship ends at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It doesn't matter World where. series, it's always at night. It doesn't matter where it's played. If they play the fucking Super Bowl in California, the Super Bowl starts at 8 o'clock East Coast. No, it's 6. 6, 6 7. 7, somewhere around there. It's, about, dar- it's yeah. dark by It'll the be, time it ends. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. It doesn't start at fucking 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 
what started what three thirty? Three thirty west or east, which is twelve thirty. Thirty? Yeah. West In Coast. Phoenix? The race was over at five o'clock. Four o'clock. Yeah. On yeah. the west coast. Yeah. That's just not it doesn't feel important to me. You know, I may be just out of line here, but it just doesn't feel important to me. Everything that's important, every sporting event that's important, happens in prime time. NFL prime time. Whoop! The, yeah, and that's another thing, you know, just a quick point out. NBC cares more about a random game in the middle of the season in the NFL than they care about the NASCAR Cup Series championship. And that's obvious because... You had what? Sunday night football. 15 minutes yeah, of post-race until they went, went, to, to, went to Peacock. Went, yeah. And um, everything fucking – who even played Sunday night? Uh, uh, Titans and – It was a good game. Yeah. But guess what? That game could have been on USA. Oh, God. They'd never do that. They, it could have been, but it never would have. That game could have been played – at 3.30 on NBC. They would have just got... It would have got as many viewers... Or 4.30. 4.30 on NBC. It would have got as many viewers. Yeah, it'd be over by 7.30. Then be you start the cup race. You start the cup race. That's still what? 4.30 on West, West Coast. Coast. Yep. So, that's why it's important that you have TV partners that care about your sport... I'm not saying NBC doesn't care about the sport, but it's obvious they care more about football. Which it brings in way more money than NASCAR does. We're not arguing Fair. That. But, you know, NASCAR is still the most popular motorsport in America. And it's still one of the f- top sports overall in America. The top five, top six sports in America. Um, it's watched more than... I think it's watched more than hockey in America. Um... I think it's watched more than everything other than baseball, football, and basketball as far as you know, mainstream sports go. But mm-hmm. um, until they do something with the Cup Series championship race, it's just not going to feel important. And I've been saying that since they moved it to Phoenix. Um, a combination of the way that the playoffs work, where the track's at, when the race is, just doesn't feel important to me. It just felt like another race again this year. And a yeah. boring race at that. Yeah. All right. Well. Two cool. hours later. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get into the Attaboy segment. Attaboy. Attaboy. Anyways, we'll be back. It's the herd. <laughs> yeah. Was that not the song you were saying? No. Oh, no, you were saying. I'm doing you, No, my bad. You were doing. It's Dan Patrick. Oh, they just stopped talking. This is Dan Patrick. <laughs> he throws the mic. <laughs> oh, 
Attaboy. Who's your attaboy? Uh, last attaboy of the season. Last attaboy. Well, we might do one more. Oh, we might it. have a season attaboy. Yeah, next week. Next week. No. <laughs> next week. So, um, attaboy. This week is going to go to. Yeah. Motherfucking me for picking the champion on week zero of the season. Um, Like I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you have a question, ask me. I'll give you the answer. Write it down in stone. Shit's just the way it is. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. You did say Austin Dillon was not going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, he shouldn't have. Yeah, um, he, did. he won because... Uh, there was just a pop-up rainstorm randomly and in the middle took of a race. Every, everybody. Yeah, and he, <laughs> you know, he also, you know, had a teammate behind him that didn't want to win a race uh, in the eight car. But um, Still I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Um, I know what I'm talking about. I am an expert when it comes to these things. What about uh, the other two series? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I knew that Zane Smith was going to win it, and I knew that Ty Gibbs. Was well, why win didn't it. you pick him? I picked with my heart, not my uh, head. Um, I picked with both with Joey Logano uh, because I, I'm really starting to uh, start. I've always been a Joey fan, especially since he's been in that 22 car. Uh, but I think he's moving into that third place role. Um, for me, it's the two Roush boys, and then I think I think it's get becoming Joey. You got terrible taste. Um, so terrible taste. But uh, yeah, so like I said, I picked them at the beginning of the year. I knew what I was talking about them. I knew it was talking. Yeah, about, I knew it was <laughs> what I was talking about at the beginning of the playoffs when I said, "Yep, it's still gonna be Joey." Uh, I knew what I was talking about three weeks ago when Joey won, and I said, "Yep, this motherfucker's gonna win because they got." Three weeks to prepare. I don't know what I was talking about last week when I said, "Yep, still gonna be Joey." And uh, okay, we get it. I knew what I'm talking about now when it was motherfucking Joey. So, add a boy to me, because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Trent Davis is a fucking retard. <laughs> <sighs> well, you got more? You want to just pop, uh, lift yourself even higher? What else you gonna talk? You wanna talk about how? Well. You're going to be my you can't do that. So Me? Yeah, because you can't pick people, clearly. You can't pick races because you owe me a steak dinner. <laughs> my attaboy from this past weekend. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I'll be obvious here. I'm going to give it to the whole 22 bunch on Sunday. They, uh, they came out prepared. Uh, they had the best car all day, started on the pole, executed. On their pit stops, did everything they needed to do, and Joey did everything he needed to do in the car as well. Yeah, I give it credit to those guys. Uh, they had the best car all weekend. Nobody could really touch them. Ross was catching them there at the end, but I never had any doubt that um, that he wasn't going to win the championship. So uh, that whole 22 team, they came out with a vengeance. Joey drove his ass off. Great car, best car in the field. Uh, second best car in the field. I think Ryan Blaney had a better car than him. Uh, but end of the day, they executed, didn't make any mistakes, as the other three playoff guys did in their teams. Think about Ross qualifying shitty, uh, put them in a putting the one team in a bad spot before the race even started. Uh, the twenty team made a few mistakes on pit road, 
especially the last one at the end, caught them off track position. And then the nine, of course, um, you know, with the incident with uh, the one car and ultimately ended his championship run. So 22, executed all day, had the fastest car when it mattered, and uh, they got it done. So add a boy to the whole 22 team and Team Penske. And, you know, vicariously, add a boy who? You had nothing to do with that. For picking you, them. you did not help that team win that championship at all. No, I didn't. But I was. All right, then. But I told you they were going to. Okay, the, congratulations. Thank you. That's about all you're going to get from me. No, I'm going to get a steak <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right. You can't do that. This week's segment of you can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Trent Davis. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're supposed to wait, man. I did wait. It was a, it was a second of silence there. Well, I went first on the Attaboy. Who do you got for the, the you can't do it? You can't do that! Who can't do it? Uh. I agree. Yeah. Shit, this is a difficult one. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Sammy Smith. Who? <laughs> In the 18 car on Saturday. Won't you? Him and Sam Mayer. Stay. You're all I need. And that's Sam Smith. Vanega at the body doing something unholy. Heard that one? This ain't love, it's clear to see. Look at this photograph. Trenton. <laughs> that is Nickelback. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give it to Sammy Smith in the 18 car. Him and Sam Mayer were uh, racing very very hard on Saturday uh, uh, after a restart. Sammy, I don't know what Sam did, but it seemed like Sammy was really pissed at him. He bumped him going into uh, one and two and then coming out of three and four, going to come to the finish line. He just like he just dumped Sam Mayer on purpose right in front of the field, right in the middle of the pack. Uh, it pretty much ended Sam's day of having a good run and Sammy Smith because then he had a tire go down uh, later in the race and uh, he was done for and had some other cars get involved. So Sammy Smith, I think he's the ARCA champion if I'm not mistaken. Um, or he, that or he won the race, I can't remember. But um, he's young, He's, you know, he, but he can't go out there and just dump Sam Mayer um, right after a restart with oh, everybody around him. Uh, just using more self-awareness there from Sammy. I think he's a pretty good driver. Uh, he's probably going to be in uh, that 18 next year full-time, if I had to guess. He's had some good runs this year, but this weekend was not his best moment. Uh, Sammy Smith, you can't do that. It's a damn shame. So, like I said, I'm going to give it to Trent Davis because he's <laughs> dumb and picks the wrong. No, I'm just kidding. But they uh, only lost by one point all year. Only, but you lost. Um... I mean, I could give it to Clemson. Because, I mean, I go in there. Either. 
go in there and lose to an unranked team that's been average all year. Um, but to be fair, Clemson should have lost to like three teams already this year. So it is what it is. Doesn't surprise me. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a difficult one because no one really did anything that dumb. So I'm glad you gave me the first one because that's the only one I could think of. Well, I'm going to give it to Chase Elliott uh, because, you know, not just the fact that he wrecked himself, which he did wreck himself. But he gets out of the car, and he's just a little bitch. Um, <laughs> I like I like people Man. that say what they mean and do what they say, and uh, and mean what they say. With myself, no one ever wonders what I'm thinking. No one ever is confused on what I think. No one ever has to think, huh? I wonder how Riley feels about this situation. Because when you ask me a question, I give you a direct answer. Chase but you don't have sponsors to please. I do, Anchor. Um, <laughs> thank you for setting up this podcast, uh, doing doing the good stuff. You're welcome. Anchor. Um, Chase Elliott, it wouldn't matter if he got out of the car and said, as long as he didn't say one word... Which we know what that word is. As long as he didn't say that word, plastic, he'd probably be okay. You know, there might be another word, maybe two or three. He probably don't want to say on television. He's a shithead. That would be fine. Wouldn't lose him any sponsorship at all. If he got out of the car and said, Ross Chastain is a fucking bitch. I'm going to beat his ass when I saw him. He wouldn't lose any sponsors. I don't know. That, no. F, that F word and that B word might be have a problem. Mm-mm. He's not losing a a ounce. He'd get fined. Mm-mm. He'd get fined, but guess who'd pay? Rick Hendrick. Probably. I don't know if there's a NASCAR and driver that get to a what, NASCAR driver in history that's paid a fine. Get to what you're getting at. Listen, it's already two hours and ten minutes. What's two hours and thirty? All right. But anyways. I'm hungry. I ain't dinner yet. I should have got up before six PM. <laughs> um <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered. If you got up at four, you could eat lunch. But uh, fair. Chase Elliott's a bitch. So uh, Chase Elliott, you can't do that. You can't get out of the car and act surprised. It's like the Bubba thing when they were asking him about the Kyle Larson incident. That he was says, way worse. And he with, says, with "Now his his response was worse than not answering the question at all." But. Chase Elliott was acting... It was like he was surprised that he got asked about it. So... I don't think he was surprised. He just... Listen, your job... Want to answer it. Your job is not just to drive a race car. That is not your... It's not your job to look like a dumbass either, or a shithead. But he is looking like that. So, thank to, you in for, your opinion, for helping me out. In your opinion. That's your opinion. It, it is... He is obligated... To answer questions from the media. To answer questions from the media. Now, if he wants to go out there and look like a jackass when he answers them, that's on him. But to me, just like the Marshawn Lynch thing, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Dumb. Stupid. Immature. That's why I don't like Marshawn Lynch. But he didn't do that. He ignored the question. But he started answering everything else. He ignored the question. The most important part of the question. 
because the only the the only thing that mattered about Chase Elliott in that race was the him and the Ross uh, Chastain incident. That's it. Other than that, he was irrelevant. That's it. He had no chance of winning. That was the only part of Chase Elliott's day that was relevant to the race. That was it. And he ignored it. Didn't get out and say, I don't know. Didn't get out and say it was my fault. Didn't get out and say it was his fault. If you thought it was his fault, let me know. If you thought it was your fault, let me know. That's your opinion. It's a lot of people's opinion. I, okay. But other people are like, you don't because, have to answer that question. Because if it's... As long as he... As long as he... As long as he has inter- he, he has a interview. What would you what? instead of just walking off what after the think? race and going to a taller like do Kyle Butch has done in the past, which like, is wrong, and I've condemned him for doing it. Uh, I'm sure Brad has done that before. Sure, yes, and it's wrong when he did it, and it'd be wrong if he did it on Sunday. What I'm saying is, is I get mad at folks for not being themselves. If I don't like you, I don't like you, but that that doesn't mean that I'm mad at you for being who you are. I'm not mad at Ty Gibbs for being who he is. I don't like Ty Gibbs, but I'm not mad at him for being who he is. I don't like Chase Elliott very much. And the reason I don't like him is because I don't know him. I am upset at Chase Elliott because he is not authentic. Follow him on his social medias and stuff. I've, th- I've seen. I've seen. Do some you think it. he posts his own social media? There's no way in hell. There's no way you, in hell. You don't know that. He's a diva. Chase Elliott's a diva. He beat your ass. <laughs> okay. Um, How tall is Chase Elliott? It doesn't matter. Like six two. It doesn't matter. Six one. I promise you, it doesn't matter. He beat that. He's ass. never been in a fight in his life. Okay. He beat. He grew up rich. Oh, here we go. All right. Which I'm not saying rich people can't fight. Also think how he's he... lived a very I, I will say privileged this also. life. Let me get this real quick. He's never had a hard day in his life. Uh, you don't You don't know that. Other than on the racetrack, which everybody's had a bad day on the racetrack. In life, he's never had a, he's never had a bad day? Not from what I've seen. People dying, family members dying. Oh, he's really close to his grandmother. Oh, no, he never, ta- he never talks about it. I wouldn't know. He had a promo about something in his car, about the cross on his car, about his grandmother. Sure. And she died a couple years ago. People, Everybody people, has bad days. Everybody has bad days. You, but you know have a bad day on the racetrack. What I'm saying is Chase Elliott feels like a character in a movie. Chase Erickson. Chase Erickson. <laughs> Who the fuck is Chase Erickson? <laughs> There's somebody out there, <laughs> sure. probably. Chase Elliott. Maybe that Canada guy we met at Darlington. Chase Elliott Canadian. feels like the guy in a movie that, in, a, in the bad movies, like where they don't know how to write characters, that you're supposed to like just because. But you don't care. Yeah, just because he's the guy that you're supposed to like. And he's good looking and all that stuff. Yeah, it's just oh, what that's, that's what Chase Elliott feels like to me. He doesn't get out and he doesn't say he he talks a lot, but he doesn't say anything that matters. When he's asked a question, he avoids it. He's inauthentic. I've never I don't remember inter- I don't remember in a single interview he's ever done, not one. I can't remember a quote from Chase Elliott. I don't I don't know what he said. I can't remember what he said with the Denny Hamlin incident at Martinsville. 
I don't remember. If your mama, if my mama says, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. My point exactly. He didn't say what he wanted. But that's to say. my point. That's what I was getting. He at. didn't. He is. He's I been don't raised. Remember. He has been raised from Bill Elliott, which really didn't talk that much. Bill Elliott was the most popular driver back in the day, and he didn't really say a whole lot. And his mama, same thing. She I mean she didn't race, but he was raised off that. He saw what his dad was. He didn't say a whole lot. That's fine. And he if didn't he, talk shit. And I didn't have. I don't have a super problem with the. My mama said. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I don't have a terrible problem with that. He ain't worth my time. He said that, too, during that Denny Hamlin interview. But he is worth your time. And he's worth your fans' time because your fans still hate Denny Hamlin half a century later. It's only been five years. Half a century later. That's 50 years, Or half a a decade later, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Half a, a de- half a decade we later. We probably will not like Denny Hamlin half a century later. Still, probably not. But you still don't like him five years later. And that's literally the only thing you have against the guy. Denny Hamlin has really not done a whole lot wrong at all. Chase Elliott fans don't like him because of a movie made in Martinsville five years ago. It's dirty move. It's a dirty move. move. It happens. You forgive. You don't forget. That's fine. But guess what? The shit that Chase Elliott pulled on at Darling or at uh, Bristol last year wasn't nearly as bad. Just as bad. It had the same effect. Really? Chase Elliott finished second that Martinsville race. It had the same effect on the opposing driver. It cost him from winning a race. And then again, from there, it cost him from winning a championship. That's it. Sucks to suck. It's the same thing. That's my point. And that's why I don't like Chase Elliott and Chase Elliott fans. is because they don't see both sides of the coin. And you're one of the better ones, and you're not seeing both sides of the coin. So, I understand what you're saying, but there's no obligation saying he has to say this. No, he doesn't. That's my point. But there's no obligation saying that I can't critique what he did. That's fine. I'm not and that's a problem that's with what that. I'm doing. I'm not having a problem. I don't with that. like when people are inauthentic. If you're if you're if you don't like what happened, tell me you don't like what happened. You <laughs> you are in in the public eye. That is why you are popular. That is where your money comes from. That is what this sport is about. The sport is about the fans. Give the fans what they want. Because they're the ones that pay the bills, okay? The reason NASCAR became a popular sport was, A, because the racing was great in the mid-2000s and because we had awesome personalities, all right? If Chase Elliott is the best we have, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. I think... I think because the only, the only people that like Chase Elliott are Bill Elliott fans and, and NASCAR fans that love the nostalgia and that have watched him from K&N, ARCA, whatever he ran when he was young, to today. All right? If if a new fan who's no family ties to NASCAR, nothing, gets into NASCAR today, looking at Chase Elliott, there is very little to attach to. Very little. What I will say about that is, you say that's not any personality. I think that is Chase Elliott's personality. It's as fake. far as, as no, not fake. He is the quote unquote cool guy. 
You're never going to rattle him. You're never going to get under his skin. You're never going to make him do but something he doesn't want to do. That's his persona. And I think but he's people, putting on. I think people, you don't know that. You don't do. know him as a person. I do. And the reason you I do, do that. You do not know him. I, I think Chase Elliott is a laid-back person. Sure he is. He's like me. He's very laid-back, nonchalant, sure. whatever. You know, sure. Get, but guess what? When you're pissed off. No, you're I not. No, I couldn't do it. You're that. not. No, I and the reason I know that Chase Elliott's putting on a persona and it's an act is because when he, what you saying every when other he th- didn't know he was being recorded. Well, I mean, he knew he was on camera, but he didn't know it was going to get out. He acted completely different than you've ever seen him act before ever. Uh, the Roval. When he shoved the camera out of the out of his face, he's like, "Get the fuck away from me." Have you ever seen Chase Elliott do anything even close to that? I haven't. I don't think I have. No. So but it he, wasn't like he, he was completely out of character. He, he was like, go. Get, he, you know, was a, he was a celebrity. He acted like a celebrity. He acted like an entitled celebrity in that in that moment. He did. And that's... But I, that, that's personality. How, how you are when no... This is integrity. How you act when nobody is looking or when you think nobody is looking is way more important than how you act when all the eyes are on you. Because how you act when nobody's around is the real you. And Chase Elliott thought that nobody was around when he was doing that to that guy. Get the fuck out of my face. There's people he's talking about. You know what I'm saying. He didn't think it was going to be shown on Facebook and shown on YouTube and shown on NASCAR America Motor Mouths. He should have known it's a video camera. I get that, but he didn't. Because he wouldn't have done that. Because he'd never done it or before. Or he was just pissed off and, and he, he just didn't care. He didn't care anymore. It, listen, if, if you do the, the Kyle Busch and do that every time, I don't have a... I mean, I still disagree with it, but at least that's authentic. Chase Elliott has done it one time, and it was the one time that you've caught him being him, in my opinion. And that's why I'm giving my Chase Elliott, 30 minutes later, my Chase Elliott, the you-can't-do-that moment of the week is because he is consistently inauthentic, never tells you what he's thinking, never tells you what he wants to tell you, and is pretty much the hypocrite of the NASCAR world. He continuously is there's some hypocritical. That, there are some that there are some parts of your argument that I agree with and there's some that I don't. You know. If he, if I agreed with everything that you said, I would not be a Chase Elliott fan, <laughs> you know. So, mm. if I, you know what I'm saying, so obviously I disagree with you on some aspects of what you're yeah, saying. Well, maybe you sh- should dis- you should agree with me because the, I'm correct. You just got you got the blinders on. You don't want to see it. You're like you like when you're talking about Clemson. I don't want to see that Dabo's not a good football coach. I just don't want to look at this. Yeah, he's not a good football coach at all. He's, he's won not. two national championships. Not not good though. Now, did you hear me talk shit? All year about Clemson football, really? About how good we are and all that shit? No. No, because I knew we were not a great team. This is not a championship team. I took the blinders off. Did I, not? Did, I, did I take the blinders off in that situation? It's an NASCAR I knew we were not the best no, team in the country. No, you really didn't. You just said, well, we'll see. We're still winning. Uh, that's what was happening. We won, didn't we? If we're eight, no, I'm not going to say we suck. If I'm a fan. That's fine. What kind of what kind of sense would that make? Well, here's here's the deal. When Carolina sucks, I tell you we suck. You don't have to tell me. I can see. We're. I'm calling it now. South Carolina is going to beat Clemson this year. 
No, I will be very no. How are you going to score? You've scored seven points all year. Um, but we scored. I digress. Fifty-two against Wake Forest <laughs> in double overtime. That's still like and you shouldn't have That's ever got points. You shouldn't have got to overtime. It doesn't matter. Shouldn't have. Woulda. Coulda. Like I said before, we scored seventy if, on fucking Charlotte. Like I said before, if my dad had a vagina, I wouldn't be here. So it doesn't if matter. If my aunt would have had balls, she'd have been my uncle. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Same shit. I'm just saying. If my aunt had wheels, she would have been a bi. With Chase Elliott. <laughs> with Chase Elliott. He's a bitch. He's not a bitch. He's. Uh, I think he's just. He. He plays to his tune. He knows. He's softer than baby shit. He and you know, like Chase Elliott always gets. He gets the loudest cheers, but they're not all cheers. At Darlington, he didn't get all cheers. I heard a lot of boos. You heard one boo. No, it wasn't it was just me you. coming, but right beside you. It was hey, hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was not just you booing. I've heard. Listen, Chase Elliott is not beloved like Dale Jr. was, or or uh, Dale Senior. Although Dale Senior got some boos, quite a few, especially at the Brussels Night Race in 1998. I didn't mean to wreck him. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Chase Elliott. I don't think he's fake. Um, but I think that's who he is. I think he's just laid back, calm. You can't get to his skin, can't get under his skin, and he plays that on camera. Now, I'm, now the real Chase Elliott. I don't think there's any, there's not a single NASCAR driver that shows you exactly who they are in front of those cameras. I think Kyle Busch does. I think Kyle Busch is. Yeah, how many times he's walked off? Yeah, I think that's who he is. I think when he's got... If he really wanted to say the stuff he wanted to say, this is what he I'm would saying. say way more than what this he This is said. what I'm saying. I think Kyle Busch, when he gets really, really mad at his wife, he walks away. I think when Kyle Busch gets really mad at his son, he walks away. I think when Kyle Busch gets really pissed off at the fucking UNLV Rebels... If that's who he likes, he's from Las Vegas, so that's what I'm just guessing. When he gets pissed off at that, he turns it off and walks away. That's who I think Kyle Busch is. Chase Elliott, when the fucking Bulldogs aren't winning a football game, I don't know if he sits there and says, man, this is, uh, they're doing good. It's, uh, it is what it is. We'll come back and get them next week, I guess. Or, I don't know if he's like, man, these motherfuckers suck. Or if he turns the TV off and runs away. Run away? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he is, but I'm pretty uh, sure you, we will never know unless we become good friends with him. And I know. And, and I'm pretty Come sure. On. And I'm pretty sure Chris Busher, when his teams aren't doing good, he just turns it off and goes mows lawn, he goes get on the tractor, goes get in the hunting stand because he's a laid back dude. It's obvious that he's a laid back dude. It's yeah, obvious. but Chase Elliott has the. Has all eyeballs on him because he's the most popular driver. That's fine. You know who he else doesn't has have about the pressure that Chris who... Busher does, or William Byron, or all these other guys. You know who else has all eyeballs on him? Kyle Busch. Uh, Bubba Watwell. When it's bad, yeah. Bubba. When it's a certain situation, Bubba's yeah. got all eyes on him. And you show who Bubba really was. Uh, yeah, and I dislike who he really is, but at least he's authentic. At least we know what Bubba's thinking. I think that's who Chase Elliott is. That's my point. I don't. Certain situations, he's not going to say nothing because of that Martinsville quote. Hey, my, my mama raised me from birth. If you ain't going to say something it's nice not, about somebody, don't say nothing at all. It's not because of that. 
And I'll also say it's this. It's the fear of the repercussions, not the respect. I will say this also. Money does change people. Oh, I think money has changed everybody. It hadn't changed Chase. He grew up rich. He's never hurt but for it's anything. it's never been his money. It was Doesn't his matter. dad's money. He did, never had to work. I'm just saying. He never. The person w- you are. Chase Elliott was never going to go work at I, McDonald's. I don't care. I don't care if who you are. Chase. If you're making, you're the you're a different person from when you uh, are making fifteen hundred bucks yes. a week yes. to fifteen thousand dollars a week. I agree. So, however, what I'm set telling you is Chase Elliott. If he never worked a day in his life, he wouldn't be homeless. If he never worked a day in his life. Well, what's that have to do with anything? What I'm telling you is he's had money his whole life. He's he's never wondered where a meal Most was coming from. Most of these race car drivers have had money. Most of them. Fair. I'm not saying they haven't, but that's what I'm saying. Chase Elliott has li- lived a privileged life his whole life. His dad won a million dollars several times. All right. I don't know if combined my mom and dad with all the money they've ever made in their lives hundreds or er, er, gets to couples to 500,000. Bill Elliott won a million dollars in a weekend. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm saying is and I'm not bitching about because they're doing awesome shit. I'm I'm glad that Chase Elliott grew up privileged. I'm glad. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm happy for him. But what I'm happy, or fuck, can't speak English. What I'm saying is, Chase Elliott grew up privileged. He doesn't know what it's like for you or I to have to struggle for things. He never wondered where his next meal was coming from. He never wondered if the rent was getting paid. He never wondered if he was going to have a place to stay. He never wondered how he was going to fix his race car. He never wondered if he was going to get to race. He never wondered about any of that. It's always been, it's going to happen for him. Now, I'm not saying he didn't work hard to where he's at. I'm just saying is... He sh- he should not be worried about the money, because Chase Elliott is good. He doesn't have to worry about it. Never has. Be yourself. If people don't like you, people don't like you. And people don't like him. That's fine. But people don't like him because of the way he acts, the what he puts on. People don't like him because he pretends to be someone he isn't. People don't like him because he's a hypocrite. People don't like him because it feels like NASCAR force-feeds him to us. I'll give you that. I will give you that. It's it's the Chase Elliott show. What Chase Elliott does is gold. When he gets out of the car and is bitching and moaning, or when he, gets out of the, when he runs 70% and doesn't abide by the 100% rule, nobody gives a fuck. If he turns... A guy, it's not his fault, but if somebody puts it under him and he wrecks himself, it's Ross's fault. 
And then he gets out of the car and doesn't acknowledge that he made a mistake. I've never heard Chase Elliott say, I made a mistake. He's, he's, lost. he's got out of the car and said, I should have done better when he lost at Dover his rookie year. Yeah, he'll get out of the car and say, I could have done better. But in a, in a situation where it's a wreck or two guys going after it, it's never. 20, yep. 2020 Bristol, when, he, when him and Joey were battling, he slid up and wrecked Joey. Well, th- okay, that was 100% obvious. He fucked up. It happens. Okay, that's the one time, but it was just as obvious. And the, the rest of these, the rest of these problems, it's never been his. It's never his fault. It was his fault this weekend. Most of it. It was his fault at Bristol last year. No. All right, we're we can go about this for fucking hours and days and weeks. And I shit. can continue talking about it. No, you don't want to. I am starving. I am hungry. Me too. Oh, you ain't eating my shit. All right, for the longest podcast of the High Line and its history. Yeah, hey, it, history. Was, it was the championship race. We had to talk about it. And we didn't even talk that much about the championship. <laughs> That's because Chase Elliott's a bitch. Yeah, okay. Talking about the championship four, had a hell of a season. I'm proud of Chase and that nine team. Just uh didn't do well towards the end of the towards the end of the season. Uh, kind of oh, flustered in the playoffs. Uh but they'll be back at it next year. I think they will come back stronger than ever. Brad Keselowski's winning championship call now. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, is that your right? I'm 100% right. Put it in stone. No. All right, then. Um, but, guys, I, uh, that'll pretty much do it. Congratulations to Joey Logano, Zane Smith, and uh, Ty Gibbs. And, you know, I feel for Ty and his the whole Joe Gibbs family about the situation that happened uh, early Sunday. Um but we got one more episode for y'all next week. Uh, I think this is going to be a season recap in general and uh, kind of preview what we expect for 2023 and how it, uh, the season might go. So that'll be an exciting one. Uh, won't have no race to review or nothing like that. We'll just kind of give you our thoughts about the whole season in general and what do we would what we expect for 2023, who's going to be possibly a sleeper, who's going to be a disappointment, all that fun stuff. But uh, if y'all made it this far in the, uh, in the episode, y'all are the true OGs. Uh, two and a half hours in, uh, call us the new Dale Jr. Download. Huh? Yeah. But uh, follow us on TikTok, Twitter, not Twitter. <laughs> hey, we can make one. Yeah, I'm not running that shit. Right. I'll do it. All right, then you can you can actually do something on when that we, shit. Just come out here and talk shit about Chase Elliott. When we get to 100 subscribers. On YouTube, on Instagram, and on TikTok, we get to weekly 100 listens. Oh, that's going to be a while, more than likely. I will start a Twitter. I'll run it. I'll run all the social media. If I we don't get think to that's a good idea if you run a damn Twitter. You'd be saying a whole bunch of Fair shit. Fair enough. Chase Elliott's a bitch. Just... <laughs> then you lose all Chase Elliott fans. Fuck them. <laughs> We don't need a podcast by yourself. Here's the good news. People like to argue. So they will subscribe to hear what I have to say just so they can tell me I'm wrong. And then with my thing, if they still don't agree with something I say, they can figure out, disagree with what I say. Here's the problem, though. I'm rarely wrong. You're wrong most of the time. (laughs) Uh, how many times was I wrong on picking the uh, cup champion? Did this year? Justin Haley 
make the playoffs? Did Kevin Harvick? <laughs> yes, he did make the playoffs. Win the championship? No, he came close, though. He, uh, he finished top five yesterday. Did Brad Keselowski <laughs> make the playoffs? You had him in there, too. No, I didn't. He did. Yeah, I did. I also that had, was a peer pressure. I also thing. had who? Cedric Denell. I had Briscoe. You didn't have Briscoe. All right, then. Suck Mike. It could go either way. Here. Yeah, but I went on more of a limb and, than you went on. And I did say Chase Briscoe is a threat to make the round of eight. And he made the motherfucker. And you said I was crazy. You got lucky. Anyways, it's election night. Go vote. Um, it's too late for that. A little late. Uh, <laughs> if you're on the West Coast, maybe. Vote Republican. Um, Jesus. Nah, no. nah. Fucking vote Republican. <laughs> uh, the Democrats are ruining the country. Um, <laughs> well, there goes our Democrat. How? Maybe. The zero that we have? Yeah. Um, so. Damn, California got taken over. That shit blue, boy. Uh, the rest of the country's red, as always. But uh, if you ain't red, you're dead. Go Cox. Go Tigers.